It's my face. That's what turns it on. No. Okay, so I'm a little disappointed today, and you can probably tell why. Today was supposed to be the day we were going to go see a stand-up show, but the two guys that ran the stand-up show, or they're on tour together, they decided that because of this dumbass coronavirus thing, this little flash in the pan, that they are going to cancel their entire Florida leg. I understand they're from California, so, you know, they're probably not taking any chances, especially with Florida, because anything goes in Florida, right? You can get away with anything as a Florida man. But the plague is nigh. It's here. It's, it's real. It's our week today, episode 18. How are you guys doing? And here we go. <laughs> that was uh, Ron Pacone. Ron Pacone and Graham Elwood. Graham Elwood. Yeah, Graham Elwood I've been listening to on different podcasts for about 10 years. Wow. And he's very funny, but he's a huge like Bernie guy. Oh, he's a, he's a super progressive. Huge. Ber- Which I was Ber- okay. I was really excited to see them. Burn Bernie Soros, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, they both are nice guy though, you know. They both are, yeah, very nice. <clears throat> and I know them from the Jimmy Dore show. Jimmy Dore, that's yeah, right. Jimmy Dore's the one that really introduced me. I think I've heard your guy and other things before. Uh-huh. I I keep fucking up his name, uh-huh. uh, but I've seen them both on Jimmy Dore, and I they're not like annoying. They're they're people that are interesting. I like to hear different side point of views, and right. they definitely bring a different point of view that I don't necessarily agree with all the time, but. I respect it. I think that was the whole point of setting that up so we could go and listen because this podcast does a lot of political commentary, but it's also lighthearted for the most part. We try to keep you entertained by you know being quippy and being funny, but a lot of what we see in politics today is just funny. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, this is the funniest time to be alive. That's for sure. <laughs> it's the craziest. It time is to the be craziest alive. time to be alive. Today is. Corona Geddon. Corona Geddon. <laughs> Welcome to the Corona world. Yeah. Uh, so this episode is time stamped by coronavirus. Um, yeah, last you night. Asshole. <laughs> Go <laughs> away. <laughs> la- last night at nine o'clock, all of a sudden I just get my little notification. Trump's about to speak. I turn it on. We listen live. Uh-huh. And then it's going okay. I'm listening and listening. And then he kind of just hits you in the middle. He's like, by the way, by the way, yeah. there's not going to be any travel from Europe for 30 days. <laughs> I was like, whoa, my mouth literally dropped. And then so like, did the stock market again. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I saw the stat that since he has become president, it has now dropped 81% since its highest. Wait a minute. That's not right. Is that, that's not right? You don't 81% think? 81% would be... It would since be, its highest. Yeah, it would be at like 4,000. No, not meaning... It would be like 6,000. Maybe it's dropped 81%. No, it's dropped about 8,100 points. That's close. You think that's what it is? Yeah. Damn, I could have Yeah, it was at like percent. 29 and a half. You know, it was kind of inching up towards 30. And this was about a month ago, a month and five days ago. Let me correct myself. His gains have dropped 81%. Well, I mean, nothing's, nothing's solidified for sure. We're, we're right saying now. it's a bear market. You know, it dropped probably, what did it say, 20% totally since early February. That's what the, uh, that's what the... A famous Rothschild. A famous Rothschild. <laughs> Shout out to my Argentinian friends. And, and, and uh, you know, the, the Catalan. The Barcelona. <laughs> that's, that's how they talk. Yeah. <laughs> he said... Not uh, making fun of you guys. Yeah, just, no, that's I, how it is. No, absolutely not. Uh, there's blood in the streets is like when you take advantage of it. Even if it's your own blood. Even if it's in your own blood. That's even if you... it's your own blood. I just don't think that we're at the bottom yet. No. I don't think we're even like no. close to it. It just so hit so hard the last... It just hit really Five fast. sessions and just got fucked sideways. Like you're looking at you're, you're looking at companies like Ford that they depend on their stock value and 
Which is shit regardless. Well, I know. They've been a lot of, they've been doing a lot of bad things regardless, trying to, you know, be innovative and, you know, go all in on electric. And I'm using them as an example because I think they've made a lot of bad decisions recently in the last year or two. But their stock price is now probably the lowest it's been in our lifetime. What, $4? Because yeah, they've been under like 10 dollars Yeah. They've yeah. been under 10 forever. And it, it, it halved in the last three days. See, Ford fucked me in <clears throat> 2009 because I go, I go, okay, so... I think it was 09. It was when the it was when the car bailout was. So it yeah, might have been even the last financial crisis. Basically. Yeah, but yeah, like that was that was like 08 09. 08, 08 09. Yeah. And Obama came out and he's like we're going to help out the American companies. So at that time being a car guy, I was just like fuck GM, I'm going with Ford. Okay. And Ford stock just didn't even come close to the the mm-hmm. the the GM stock. So I picked the loser in that case cuz I put some money into Ford at that sure, time. Sure, sure. And Ford just never did anything. Never it always, it's been staying around eight to nine, ten dollars for since that time. Yeah, but I mean, stability in a long term thing for a company like that. Like I said, that's what they that's what they live on. You know, as long as they can protect their their the stability, then they can stay in business. It's not like a, you know, Volkswagen who, on the, in their case, if they don't maintain a certain stock price, they have to answer for it to foreign investors. They're the biggest car company in the world right now. And if they don't make numbers, then like they're not they, number two. No, they, the head has to go if they don't if they don't make numbers. So yeah. that's essentially what happened with the last two CEOs they had. One because of the diesel scandal, and another diesel the scandal is fucking crazy. I know. I was like, fuck, why didn't they buy a diesel <laughs> a diesel oh, facade? Because yeah. then I would have been like Part set of, for life. <laughs> it was a lawsuit. Everybody. Yeah, no, it wasn't everybody, but there was a class action lawsuit in which if you had bought a diesel during that time period, that they were you know masking emissions. Um, That's you, insane. There's a crazy can, story behind that. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can either sell the car back to Volkswagen, and then you know take a ten thousand dollar like credit towards another car that of theirs, obviously that you choose, or you could stick with a class action suit, which just ended yesterday, and you could be one of like forty people that got a hundred thousand dollar payout. Wow. You know, I mean less. Legal fees, of course, but it still took three years for that to go through. After legal fees and taxes, maybe 35 grand, 40 grand. That's I'm still happy. That's hell a yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm not, and and I'm you still have your old car. That's that gets 40-something miles of the gallon. That's a win-win for the lawyer and for That's yourself. Right. Because That's right. you didn't really do the work. The nope. lawyer did, and you he just gets com- a cut. You complained a little bit, and they took it the rest of the way, and you got what you wanted out of it. How the fuck did you get in here? And shout out to Atlas. We have a guest. We got our, our mascots back. Yeah, the mascots back. We're doing the uh, podcast from... My apartment here in Orlando, close to downtown, and um, yeah, it's because the podcast was supposed to... It was going to be our first meeting group. It was. Which is disappointing. I feel like we would have met some really cool people I tonight. I think we, we might have had to go and get our own people from the crowd. <laughs> but I think that's the it. These are the type of people that love to talk. Like, yeah. they're, they're friendly. Yes. Um, we progressive gonna, people are awesome. We were going to do our kind of pre-show meet and greet at Casey's on Central, which is... Obviously, it's like the center of downtown. It's the, one of the best dog bars. It's actually got a really great St. Patrick's thing. And uh, uh, a couple of, was it last year or the year before? They had such a wonderful uh, setup for that. Um, everything was heavily discounted. Everything Irish was heavily discounted. So it worked out very well for us. Uh, and what was it called? Casey's? Casey's. You've been there before a couple times. Once or twice. Oh, once, during the, once during the hurricane. The hurricane... Uh, you know, staycation, and the other one was um, that night that we got lost. 
<laughs> at least at least those two times is when you've been there, so I know you. I you definitely don't remember the it. second time. The first time I'm trying to recall. Well, the, cool, the cool thing about it is it's like a Pittsburgh bar, so that's why it's like my wife's favorite. Oh, they make super I have strong been drinks. Shout out to the popcorn there. That's right, free popcorn. Yeah, free popcorn. I and definitely remember Casey's. The people watching is terrific because uh, two walls of the restaurant or two walls of the bar are completely glass, so you get to look out at that intersection in front of the history center and uh, like central park kind of area where they have the monuments and stuff. Amazing people park. watching too. It's, that's people. what I'm saying. If you're there uh, past 10 PM, like you will see a fight <laughs> like front row. You will see a car accident. I did not realize <laughs> how many fights make it onto the internet from Orlando. Yeah. And like last year we had a couple like famous fights? ones. Last year was the famous uh, guy in the rabbit suit. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That was in downtown Orlando. Yeah, and then there's yeah. a couple others. This year, there was a guy with an AK-47 mm-hmm. who went to his car, grabbed it. He didn't shoot anybody, thank he God. Just, but he's just it. flashing it and yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> and then yesterday, I'm just going to, since it's our week today, we talk about everything. Or no, I'm sorry, two days ago, I look outside my window and I see three undercover cop cars parked diagonally and block the entrance. Juan knows what that looks like. Yeah, I've serious. seen that shit. I go, uh-oh. So... <laughs> You know, it's nothing. I've seen this He's before. He's like clapping like, spread the pigeons. Five <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Bye>, oh. <laughs> yeah, the pigeons were let out. I saw everything. Um, and you're, you know, the nosy neighbors were already outside. What's going on? And the, I video, the video he sent was basically like a, uh, it was an unmarked Durango. So, you know, it's the cops. Because no one drives anything like that anymore, right? <laughs> and then a guy with a, like a utility or like a tactical vest and his hat backwards, so you know he's ex-military, and uh, like a, uh, a rifle, you know, out already. So I'm like, yeah, that, it's real. Like, but, something's going on. By that point in the video, there was initially like a Durango, like you said. Right. Um, then the, the tactical guy showed up. He's the second one in okay. his car. Yep. And then the third person was a female, also in tactical gear, in an F in a, either a Dodge pickup, I think it was a Ram. Oh, right? yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Ram. Yeah. Uh, she gets out, and then all of a sudden what I see is someone signals to them. The female points at herself. She kind of realizes that they're pointing to her because mm-hmm. I can't see what's going on on the other side. Right. She shakes her head, jumps in the truck, and then moves forward. Right. Then the guy in the tactical gear, uh, military guy that you just mentioned, yeah. walks over without his gun. Mm-hmm. The original guy stays behind. He's like kind of watching the two remaining cars. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he gets called. But as he gets called, the military guy runs back. Gets this is right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, all right, good. This is what I was waiting for. So <laughs> now, now I go outside. <laughs> I run towards the action. Yes. I've always done that and I will never stop that. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so he runs out, go gets the rifle, runs forward. I see two vicious dogs, about 30 agents, other cars on the other side of this entrance. So they block both sides of... How would you describe this? Uh, a residential neighborhood yeah. were blocked off. Yeah, it's, it's the, you know the complex is a parking. Area. It's an apartment complex. It was it was blocked off by undercover cars, but there was about at least two dozen yeah officers there. Um, I saw at least two guys carrying the the ram to mm-hmm. knock down mm-hmm. the door, and I guess they've been they were there for a while because. Mm-hmm. The person, the reason that there was so much commotion is because the people didn't want to come out. Right. And I guess in Orlando, they just didn't rush him. In some other cities, they would have been in already. Yeah. But in this case, the person came out. It was someone that they were looking for for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, it ended up peacefully. 
Some of you may not say luckily because I didn't get that content, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, for the best part, nothing really happened other than they arrested this guy. Right. That's a good thing. That, That's you know, a good no, thing. No yeah. shots fired in your apartment complex. Yeah, That's a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would have been cool to see, but would not have been cool to be next to it, I assure you. Is if you're like, I wouldn't have gotten anything. Katie, you'll never guess what happened today. She's like, we're moving. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's what would happen. That's what a neighbor said. Is like, I always heard this is a good neighborhood, but then I saw people moving out. <laughs> yeah, the next day, I was like, wow, there's a lot of U-Hauls. Fuck. Oh, it's wow, crazy. Uh, oh, man. Uh, so can we jump back to this corona thing just real quick? I, I want to get through these notes. First of all, Tom Hanks, your boy. He's a strong guy, but he and his wife got it down in Australia filming this Elvis movie. So you'll be all right, I promise. And you shared something with me today that was like, this is bullshit. He doesn't have it. <laughs> Some guy was like up in arms. It's a, it's a conspiracy. Immediate He's a juicy Smollett. Yeah. This He's... is juicy Smollett. I smell some juicy Smollett in here. I don't see why I they think... would lie, but the timing was really suspicious. I mean, it was just interesting well, and coincidental. I mean, probably affecting most countries in the Pacific. So I, I'm not surprised. And it literally came. It broke as soon as Trump was done speaking. Uh-huh. That's when it broke. Okay, so <laughs> that's when it was like so weird. They have their fingers on. Yeah, they're like, ready, go, post. <laughs> we don't care if it's true. Just post it right when he's done talking. <laughs> um, and out of that, you get that you get that viral gold of his son. We love Chet. Shout out to Chet Hanks. I don't know if that's his last name, but it should be. That's a pretty cool name. This and, is his like crazy son. Oh, this is the Jamaican. Jamaican dude. Yeah, boy. No, he is Jamaican boy. <laughs> and he came on the mic, boy, with his Illuminati tattoo in the middle of his chest, oh, the all C and I. It was great. And Chet, Chet calmed the whole world down. He's like, I talked to my parents, yo. And I'm can't, going to rehab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rehab. Chet said that they're Chet said that they're feeling fine, that they don't really feel that bad, that everything's cool. So Chet kind of calmed the world down yeah. because Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is, is like my dad. He's a legendary icon. He survived guy. everything. My friend went down the list of shit he survived. He survived volcanoes. He survived World War Two several times. World War Two several times. <laughs> Shout out! Yeah. Shout out to once yeah. buddy in Jersey was like, dude, that was a fire tweet. And I was it like, was. yes, we did it. We did it. Yeah, dude, that was our most uh, liked tweet ever. I tell you what, we got to start, you know, just doing that real time news digest where we just go through. And we're like, okay, this tweet is not going to age well. Yeah. <laughs> like we just start blowing people up. That's how you get noticed, right? That's how yeah. you get connections. Exactly, because they're like these guys are on top of it. They understand the topic yeah we're a current events podcast that strives to be informed and exactly that's, that's why we're doing what we're doing right hell yeah that's our new motto <laughs> <laughs> and we don't give a fuck either so that could be the other part of the motto <laughs> now here's the here's the crazy thing that i was thinking about like where shit gets serious is if tom dies or his wife he's already better yeah he's already i think better. i think they're already better so it's not he's like already better once again this pick is like another a, pick another actor so who's far like frail it's like, a glorified oh, fuck we just lost Two guys last week that I was actually sad about. Um, James Lipton. You remember who he was? I don't know that name. He was the guy who did In the Actor's Studio. Or oh, the yeah, Studio. He was like 92. The famous 91. Chappelle one is one of the greatest ones ever of all time. That was one of his favorites, he yeah. said, too. Well, well, Will Ferrell played him on SNL, too. Oh, yeah, he did. He just, you know, blind did, the shit out of him. So that, was, that sucks, because that guy was a sweet old man. But Watch also, that Chappelle <laughs> one, guys. If you haven't seen James Lipton and Chappelle together, that's yeah. one of the... That's, must-see TV. Like, that was oh, one oh. of the greatest interviews of all time. Also, when James Lipton gets punked by Ali G. Uh, oh, <laughs> that yeah. was on the Ali G show in, like, 2000. 
he gets Damn. he gets fooled because he's like, I did not realize that this was a fake interview. I thought this was a real press junket that you were gonna be trying to ask me serious questions, but no. that's funny. <laughs> me mate me, me from Stains, <laughs> he just did it like that. He rest in peace, like James Lipton. Yeah, rest in peace, rest in power. However you want to say it these days. Um, and then the other one was Max von Sydow, who you may remember from. Um, he was in Game of Thrones uh, very briefly, but he was also in, like, Needful Things. What, what uh, character in Game of Thrones? He was, like, the guy... Remember when they take uh, the soon-to-be king, the blind kid, to um, like blind the, kid. the tree or the cave or whatever, and they're, like, hiding oh, the out for a while? Kid. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. So him. And they're, like, oh, they're like the stuck tree? there. Yeah, well, he's, like, that the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the personification of that. So I was, like... Do you know who that is? The third Guy Raymond. Yeah, yeah. Nicole and I were like look, watching it together and, and of course we were several years behind but I was like, do you know who that guy is? He's like one of the most famous, um, I think he was German. I'm pretty sure he was German. He might have been uh, like Belgian. But, and he's been in so many iconic things. He's like, um, the next person I can compare him to is Christopher Plummer. Jake Plummer's dad. Shout out to Jake Plummer. I don't know if he's Jake Plummer's dad. My, my favorite not. quarterback of all time. <laughs> no. In that case, no. Chris Plummer was, um, he was in Sound of Music. He was like the protagonist in Sound of Music. Okay. So he's, if you've ever seen that. He's classic. That's like a European actor. Yeah, one movie I will not watch is Sound of Music, but. Okay. Well, it's a classic. It is. Yeah, it is. And I don't hate on people I like it. And my, if my girlfriend loves that movie. If you, if you watch it and you're like, wow, see that mountain over there? Yeah. Trevor skied that shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> that, I will give it to Sound of Music. That's so much the most beautiful backdrop right. of like that's all right. time. It's, it's gorgeous. That I, that's mm. what I do like about it. The zugspitz in the background. Yeah, I just can't do musicals. Yeah. It's not, yeah. in, it's not in my blood. I got you. So, in the, the realm of entertainment... Live, effect, li, live I will, though. Yeah. I yeah, can do that's, musical lives. Yes, Big me difference. too. Me too. I won't, TV? Watch, I won't yeah. watch them on TV. I won't watch a movie. But Can't take it. Yeah. I was scarred for life. I went. I agreed to go see Sweeney Todd. And I was like, never again. Never yeah, again. I can't <laughs> do it. That should drive me nuts. But it, keeping this in the same vein as entertainment being affected by the coronavirus. One of our beloved... One of our most favorite uh, not achievements so far as a podcast. We invited ourselves to be press on South by Southwest this year. And of course, because we didn't get in, they canceled it. They canceled it. <laughs> it's karma. It's karma. <laughs> However, you know, we got invited to a did, bunch of we, like independent We did. And we we still get invited. We're still getting invited, which I actually wanted to talk about. So we got, uh, we got our, our email address. We got our contact information in the book. And so what people do if they don't have the opportunity, I'm, I'm guessing because I'm not a vendor, I'm not like a PR guy, um, they get in there and they start saying, how can we get our film or our music out in a way that's cost effective and it doesn't have to, because they cancel the event, they're not allowed to like meet with people. So they were like, how would you guys like to review our movies? So they have four movies from this one PR firm that they're promoting. We have four movies, we want you guys to watch them and I was like, we've done movie reviews before. I have. So we can watch them remotely, and then we can do reviews, and then we can actually interview the PR team or anybody from those movies and still be a part of the South By experience. Yeah. So, you know, we're still getting what we need out of it because it's experience doing the press. It's doing the, inter the interaction with the media and uh, the artists and whoever else that we actually would want to talk to if we went. But there's no risk. I think we should take the uh, offer up on the people doing the horror movie. 
Yeah. That one seemed pretty cool. So so let, let me talk about it real quick. I, I just scribbled down a little bit of them. Um, the uh, There's the horror movie. It's just like a slasher horror called Dembanger or Dembonger. So it's like a, um, a college kind of like kind of like a you know sorority night with a twist type thing uh there's drunk bus which is again another college movie but it's like a drama and it actually has actors that we might know from something that we have seen um then there's teenage badass which is a young uh rocker's dream he's like a, a drummer in a small town and he gets to be on a local show and they actually play uh the band that he's in actually gets the opportunity to play in front of an audience and then uh, there's the action horror Witch Hunt, which is apparently what happens when the government turns on witches. So Witch Hunt 2020. I would it's go coming. Witch Hunt. It's I would, coming. I would start with Witch Hunt. That one, sound, that one sounded the most intriguing. The drummer, he sounds like a young guy. Mm-hmm. That could be good. It's like, a, yeah, there's, there's, I think most of the people in this, this set are younger and not very well known. They're trying to get their name out there. So it's probably a lot of teen and younger 20s actors yeah we'll set that up guys hopefully and uh, in the near future we'll bring you uh, a remote interview our yeah. first one yeah we're gonna do our best to get that on the air hell yeah so um are you planning on taking advantage of these rock bottom flight prices i mean i've been looking at at those things yeah. and you can get to I, europe for 200 dollars. <laughs> i saw japan for like yes under 300 yes <laughs> i saw some ridiculous things but at the same time it's like there's a reason they're so cheap mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it's like you're healthy and stuff you know, even if you mm-hmm. get a little corona, you fight it's it off. Yeah, just a little it's corona. Just a little I think it's worth it. I think that if you have the time, um, if you have the money, obviously, then I think this is the best time. The, these are probably the best traveling prices I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I can recall a time where it's ever been this low and such discount. Real life example, uh, there's a wedding that we were invited to uh, coming up, I think, in April and or May. I forgot which one. Um, but just a couple weeks ago, we're looking at the tickets to Chicago, round oh, trip. Yeah, shut down. So yesterday I was like, hey, have you uh, checked? Because I've been hearing about these travel prices. Mm-hmm. We just jumped on. They're already $200 less. Yeah. Well, I mean, when usually when we go to Chicago, it's probably once a year, a couple times a year, it's about 200 a round trip flight. So what you're talking about is a significant discount. Significant discount. Yeah. Because we really, we researched, or I'm not going to say we, Katie basically researched it. And, um, yeah, they were, they were at a certain price. I forgot the number, but she looked at it yesterday. She said, holy shit, they dropped $200. Yeah. So right now is the time to fly. Look into it, guys. Look into your risk reward, right? That's right. If you're, if you're young and maybe um, you've been saving up for a trip or maybe you haven't and you're on a budget but you want to live and this is your opportunity to, to maybe experience something that – you're not going to be able to do during regular prices, then take advantage of it. Yeah. A lot you know, of travel things. safely. Don't touch too much shit. Wear a mask. Look goofy if you need to. Just take take extra precaution, but go enjoy life. Bring your hand sanitizer. <laughs> Has to be yeah. don't, not vodka, but something that's over 60% alcohol. For Tito's to have to put out <laughs> a national um, reminder to people that their vodka is not, like, official hand sanitizer is hilarious. Yep. Although, I, I would think that if you're, and this is not, not from personal experience, but it's just something that medically makes sense. If you are always a little bit intoxicated, it's very difficult for you to get sick. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah. My immune system is beyond belief. Um, speaking of which, in that same, in that same uh, subject. Travel topic. Yeah, travel topic. I see like 
the French Foreign Ministry. I already saw this article just by like a news organization, uh-huh. but but when like an official government Twitter account puts mm-hmm. it out, it's yep. because it makes it so hilarious. Is they're like, guys, vodka is not. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's. There are rumors that cocaine and Clorox <laughs> are the solution to Corona. Please do not try this. It will make your apartment or your house very clean. Do the cocaine, use the Clorox. I mean, <laughs> literally, they should allow the people to try it. Like, the people that think that that works, why not? That's like, <laughs> that's that's just work. Like, that's just removing traffic that, out of the roads. There's a, there's a great Thrive Line lyric that's like, I got, I got two lines of coke. Cut with Drano. <laughs> oh my god. And these people, like, someone, like, I love trolls because, like, they'll get people to do shit like this. Like, hey, did you know if you fucking, or, or a smart drug dealer was like, yeah, yeah I got this coke, dude, that just fucking We're gonna make some money. fire. Get rid of Corona. This my is, boy was coughing. He is, did a line and boom. baby formula. What the fuck are you, talk, <laughs> what are you selling me? So, guys, national advisor, in case you were wondering, cocaine does not solve coronavirus. And I don't even know why bleach was involved, but... Because it's a pretty effective means of killing germs. I guess, but like... Bleach is Don't drink it. No. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are doing that you have to get a warning. (sighs) Okay. And the amount, like, everybody's like, where are the anti-vaxxers at? They're like, someone put dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to need you to find that and retweet it, because that's gold... So check it out. Take take advantage of the low flight prices. That's Absolutely. our that's our vote. But do or not, trained. Do not take advantage of the low cruise prices. <laughs> we we do not recommend that. Now I was thinking about that. Like, right? You're you're not today. Uh, two cruise lines I think have officially stopped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's some that are still going. Right. So you you are risking being stuck at sea. Some people may look at that as a positive. They may love the ocean. They may love water. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a horrible idea. What if you got stuck on one of those things? What would you do? How would you feel about it? I mean, put yourself in those people's shoes. Even if it was like, okay, there's one person they confirmed to be sick. It's definitely somebody from China, and that person was traveling alone, and they can't, they can't find anybody else on the ship who's sick, but they can't dock because there's one infection. I'm You're in, like, bitch, I'm still on vacation. At that time, <laughs> everything is free. Right? I'm yep. enjoying all the food, all the drinks, all the amenities of a cruise ship and going probably extra hard because so, everything's free. So you get up early, you work out like a beast, yeah. and then Don't, you just ball the rest of the day. What you can't do is be there and feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that being said, when you see a headline that people started had to start eating rotting food... I mean, that's, that, not, that's not going to happen. That's fucking... Do- and it's not, because if celebrity chefs like, we're going to cook for all of you. Okay, yeah. great. So now we're going to get... They'll ship we're gonna get all the supplies. We're going to get celebrity chef food? What? This is the ultimate vacation for free. I guess the biggest <laughs> concern I would have, because I'm not concerned about the safety of it. Like, people are going to get sick on cruises anyway for various reasons. But um, what if the cruise line, like, goes under? Like, doesn't make enough money to continue operating? And that's that's true. It's going to happen. Like, just looking at stocks yeah, today. But that has nothing to do with me enjoying myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fair I'm gonna, point. I'm enjoy the pool. <laughs> the pool's still going to be open. Hey, remember that time we went on the Royal Caribbean cruise and then everybody got uh, Here's the quarantined and then the cruise line went out of business? Because yeah, we, we, we ate them out of everything. Yeah, we, we had the time of our lives. Who gives a fuck? Now, that was awesome. Yeah, as long as you're not a shareholder in there or, like, you have a family member that's, like, losing their job on the cruise ship, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be enjoying life. The other thought I had was how cool would it be 
to have like an entire cruise ship to yourself. Because think about oh, the ones that, that are going out. That's like a um, like a Dawn of the Dead type. Thing. You get a whole cruise ship. Like, to, you got a big boat. You, just, you got a mall to yourself, guys. You got a mall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> free coffee. Free Everything. It's do like, whatever you want. <laughs> I guess part of the cruises in socializing. I've never been on one. I've been on like small cruises mm. where it's just like taking me to the Bahamas. Sure. And then coming back, like yeah. that's the only one I've really ever done. But yeah. I've never done like a seven day. Right, I I did a seven day one. We went all around. What were your thoughts? Eastern Caribbean pre Corona. How was it? It was it was fine, but it was I was too young to really enjoy it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. What age were um, you? I was between eighth and ninth grade. Okay, so the the you're not drinking, right? But the entertainment, <laughs> like going snorkeling in this beautiful place, and you know, getting to do pretty much whatever you want while you're on the ship. I, I had a great time, and it was cheap too. It was back then. It was still probably two hundred and fifty dollars or so. This is dating myself but you know back then quick, probably like 97 98 quick um interjection interjection you're gonna is a great word and we're gonna do a quick rating because oh, yeah. trevor once again comes through brings in i try not to disappoint i mean you you brought in a florida beer um i don't have the can in front of me so if you can remind me absolutely copper. this is a copper tail copper tail shout out to copper tail um unholy are they tampa yes they are shout out to tampa great beer city one of the most underrated if not great beers great cigars if you're into strip clubs i hear that's good too but i can't really say there's much <laughs> never been them. to a tampa strip club <laughs> but their beers are pretty quality and copper tail in this one does not disappoint can yeah. you tell us what it is again oh man that is the unholy the triple now a triple is it's like a, it's like a belgian it's like so, a belgian style so if you like that and you like one that's a little this one is actually a little bit drier on the finish so it's a little bit more bitter uh so that probably means it has a little bit more hops than like a golden monkey or uh, uh fin du monde or I never had the the one you, you just said you that never had Fendemont? No, no Fendemont. You say so Dude. professionally. Well, it, now that, Golden Monkey I have met with, uh-huh. and it's high alcohol. Yeah, percentage. So this is too. This is I think higher than that. But this to me shits on Golden Monkey. I mean, yeah. So you I like mean, the flavor more? Dude, I love body. the flavor of this beer. That's great. It's a gorgeous color. I'm the, thrilled. The mm-hmm. there's there's like some fruit notes in mm-hmm. there that are incredible yep. and. It, the beer drinks go from that very first sip in the middle in your mouth all the way down to the end and baby it is one quality fucking refreshing triple excellent and fuck it let's score this i am going to go 8.9 this is a really really good solid beer in Mm. my opinion now this is more of your type of beer yeah like you're the expert on these colored beers Mm -hmm. I'm more that dark, passionate, that dark love. Well, it has to be about that color. chocolate love because they're literally different <laughs> colors. <laughs> Why you gotta focus on that? Because <laughs> they're literally different colors. But um, so I think your opinion White. would really town uh, yeah, here. It's just strong. I'd say eight point two, eight point three. I think. Wow. So I went over because I like the Belgians and the ones that I've had, such as and of course this is getting a little snobby, but. Remember when I told you how I went to um I went with Neil and his wife to Sanford and they had that Belgian restaurant. Okay. And yes. it was like Belgian Independence Day and we just sat there and got shit houses on Belgian beers. Well, this triple uh, or that that style comes from Belgium and they're all about like the high content kind of easy drinking fruity. So it's it's this com- this perfect storm combination of something where if you don't realize how quickly you're drinking, you're going to get really drunk. I take this over an IPA all day. There every you day. go. There you go. Every day. Like 
right. if you're if IPAs are a little bit too too much mm-hmm. too much action going on yeah. when you just sip on it, which happens to so many people. That's true. Like, if it IPAs tastes like tiny needles, you're like, yeah, you're like, whoa, IPA, yeah. that's strong, that's really fucking crazy. Then this is your route. So this is a triple, but they make quads. They make some that are even higher content, even more badass. So. I like the Golden Drock, which means Golden Dragon in whatever, I guess it's Flemish. Um, but they make a quad of that that I would say is like a 9.9. You know? Wow, it's almost like a perfect way beer. Way up there. It's, for, for a Belgian, it's like the end of the That's your favorite of all? Oh, between that and Delirium Tremons, which is... Delirium is delicious. It's so good. Delirium That's is, like a, so, a solid 9.5. I think Delirium <laughs> could break the 9s. I would have to yeah. try it again. Yeah. Beautiful bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I haven't had Delirium in a few years, but oh. yes, Delirium is a beer that you Tell do you not what, forget. You choose, next time we get together, I don't care if we're at a beer bar or if we're here or we're at my house or something like that, you can pick either the Delirium, and they have a couple different kinds, so do your, do your research, or the Fin du Monde. I've never tried the Fin du Monde, okay. right? Um, so I probably lean towards something I haven't tried because that's just what I prefer, Okay, but... If you're telling me that there's different deliriums I may have not yeah. tried, then yeah. that's interesting too. There, there's three Because delirium times. is fucking delicious. It is. It is. So shout out once again to yeah. Copper. Copper Tail. Copper Tail. We're going to definitely tag you because you guys did a really good job in this beer. It came in a can, guys, so you could probably get it at your local grocery store. Uh, for those that are not in Florida, just, you know, just ask. And sometimes you'd be surprised how many places will special order it for mm-hmm. you. You can get this beer on tap at the Winter Park Regal Movie Theater. There you go. Oh, in a, wow. In a big-ass big ass glass. So, Is like, that where we went to the movies? Uh, where did we go to the movies? Oh, wait. Maybe not. That was with Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been. You might have gone to that one with him. We but, had, but, we, I mean, they had open Most there. of the Regals have, have bars now, so it's kind of cool. Actually, the one in Oviedo, which is like in the mall, it's like horribly, horribly understaffed. So if you ever go there, make sure you have some extra time to go get a drink if you're going to do that. Okay. Because it's like, it takes you 20 minutes. It doesn't matter if you're the only person in line. Because they're I just mean, like stupid. Pro, pro-life tip is... <laughs> pro-life, pro-life Yeah, tip. one of you goes, gets the seat, <laughs> and one stays... Tip. <laughs> no, the thing is, you have to be there with your wristband, and you have to like show your ID when you buy the drink. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go to your seat in the theater, drop off your drink, and come back. But you can only have one drink at a time. And you have to be there. Or you can only have, get one drink per person. Per so, person. So if it's like you and Katie, you can only get two drinks max at a time. But she could take your drink for you. Or no. You could both go or one of you could go with the drinks back to a seat and then come back. So anyway. from, from, from Louis J. Gomez, shout out to him. To be a real ass dude, what you do in that situation, guys, pro-life tip, is you order two. You tell the guy, hey, my girlfriend is at our seats. So she's going to come back and pick up the beer. Mm-hmm. So they won't bring the one. I tried. They won't need to do that either. We'll see. <laughs> bring your own uh, bladder of wine and stick it in your pocket and just tell everybody you have an infection or something. <laughs> you got one a the, colostomy bag. One of the greatest stories ever was, and for this is a personal story, was my first time ever visiting Aventura, Florida. Which is yeah, Miami, mm-hmm. but it's like rich Miami. That's like it's like spoiled Miami, and we go to the uh, Aventura Mall, mm-hmm. which is very upscale, very mall, nice. beautiful, and it's the premiere of it's the second Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So I'm with a madman who graduated from UF. His family is from money. They ran like a f- 
a very successful publication with like they had a lot of ads is that's like where they made their sure, money sure. from and this guy's like you know what we do here and then we're like at a really fancy movie theater he pulls out a bottle of rum yep and anytime that they say the main character's name we drink boom Dude, we were wasted Captain, by the end of that show. Captain Jack Sparrow. But with Captain, yeah, anytime he said Jack Sparrow, we had to drink. And it got passed around. But what's so crazy about Miami is that, like, it was normal. Yeah. It's almost like... Everybody's at, doing it. At, at first, it was like, holy shit, what are we doing? And, like, we're at a really nice movie theater. But then we were shit-faced by the end of that movie, bro. We were fucking shit-faced. He, we were so shit-faced that at the end, when, like, a big character review of, like, look oh. who it is. The, the guy we're with who thinks he's a pirate who hosted this thing gets up and he goes, you Yarr. won't believe who it is. <laughs> he's got his leg up like Captain yeah. Morgan. Pretty much. he's like holding the bottle. He, he looks Indian, so he's like all dark skin. He looks like a pirate. It was hilarious, bro. But anyways, I, I digress. That's awesome. Let's go to the next one. Oh my God. I just had one more thing on the bug. Actually, you know what? I'm going to skip around because the way I organize this. Skip anywhere you want, bro. So the last thing from Hollywood, not really Hollywood, but the Italian... Uh, the Italian show Gomorra, and you might have seen the film a few years back. It's very like, you know, dark, almost like Scorsese like, but it is an Italian, so it's a little bit challenging. And they turned it into a series. Um, there was an actor by the name of Luca Francese. I like the name Luca. He is currently quarantined in his house with his dead sister. That's an actor. His, I saw yes, the story. His sister died from. Corona. <laughs> That's not the first person that, that has had uh -huh. this situation, though. Right. Because so, I heard it from a normal person. So he's, like, actor. begging the internet to come save him. Now, what are you doing in that case? Do you throw your sister's body out the window? You don't go anywhere, anywhere near the body. Like, you don't? No, fuck no. With that smell? You, okay. Would so, you rather be in discomfort, so discomfort or be in dead? It depends <laughs> on the... Now it comes down to what's the temperature like. Because... If you're freezing cold, it's pretty cold. Then, it's pretty cold there. Damn, now. it's cold. Because I was gonna say, if you can take blankets and just put it over her, mm -hmm. I just then the you're windows, good, bro. Just open the windows. Nah, it's still gonna stink, bro. Windows don't do that much <laughs> unless you have a breeze that's pushing it out. Uh, that's crazy, right? So they, they've started. Let's, to, let's stay on Italy. Let, let, they've started. It's they've fucking started, insane. They've started telling uh, doctors that they may not want to treat patients over eighty because they're probably not gonna make it. Like, why waste the resources and why risk infecting other people? That's what they're telling doctors in Italy. So my brain has to jump on two sides. One side's like, that makes sense, right? My, that makes sense. Use your resources for those that might have, have, a, chance. Chan ha might have a chance, it's might like, have a chance like a of war. a longer life. Yeah, it's like a war. Yes. And the second side is like, yo, if that's my grandmother yeah. and you don't save her, I'm going to find you. She didn't do anything I'm going to find out who's mm -hmm. in charge of that decision. And that may have to get dark. In the U.S.? Some dark arts would, might have it, to come out. It would not pass. In the U.S., it would be like, you, Absolutely you, you let my grandmother die. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> not cool. But I understand. Now, Italy went from like, don't, don't kill me on the numbers, guys, but like from one day to the next, it went from like 190 to like 900 deaths. Which is yeah, fucking insane in the short amount of time. Losing a lot of people, but they're all old. And I think the total there... Infection-wise, is like fifty-six hundred or something, and they've had the highest mortality rate because the most, and they have the highest amount of people that are in that age group that don't have good immune systems. I would love to hear from a uh, uh, um, someone that is more qualified to answer this, like an epidemiologist. But I would ask, 
does a high carb diet affect it? <laughs> because the Mediterranean diet is not. It's, it, no, Mediterraneans are Greeks, right? Italians are very no, pasta. as well. <laughs> you would consider that Mediterranean, I guess. Yes. Obviously, they, they're, they're there. On the they're on the Mediterranean, but like Spanish and but uh, Greek, Greeks don't have that much fucking pasta. Mm-hmm. Like Greeks are the Mediterranean diet, in my opinion. Oh, the olives, yeah. the salads. L- look, the, at, look at the similarities between them and like the Sicilians and. All the kind of islands around those those countries. Bro, no one eats like Italians. It's very similar. Italians are just pasta. Italians don't eat a lot of pasta. They don't? That's a lie? Not really. It's I mean, they legend. serve a lot of it, but they don't eat a lot of it. Then something's going on, man. And that's someone, The only logical... An- yeah, that's, I was, they, they, I was just being it, straight up ignorant. But. They do it very, very well. But, I mean, you go over there and people eat like... just They kind of snack. They, they really just snack and drink All wine. day. Yeah. They just eat little little bites. It's almost like tapas all day. What if it was the wine? Uh, <laughs> did you hear about that? Wait. There was some crazy malfunction that they had in um, in this tiny city, this tiny uh, this tiny town where there were public water taps, which are very common because I saw that because they pump straight out of the well, right? And it's what very clean. We were able to fill up bottles around Rome uh, because it's very hot. And we're walking like you know thirty thousand steps a day and seeing all the sights, but um, apparently. Some pipes exploded and started to pump wine out of these public water fountains. I saw that. <laughs> I it, like, didn't look, <laughs> it didn't look like good wine. Well, it's probably it looked dirty, dirty, and rusty <laughs> but it was red. Pipes exploded, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy, right? It's like water into wine. Now, Help me, Jesus. <laughs> the only logical thing that I saw from just someone tweeting was that Italy, like old people, hang together, mm-hmm. or that they're put together mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. So I don't know if it's like there's large portions of like the population of, of the population just being old together. Yeah. And that would make the most sense of why they had such a high mortality rate. Yeah. Um, small neighborhoods, small towns. Exactly. Or or like nursing homes in big cities, and their no young way. kids are in the mafia out there doing crime, and then the old people stay at home. Or maybe they're just farmers, or <laughs> or just farmers. You know, college students are just normal, normal. Fun-loving Italians. Shout out to the Italian mob. <laughs> you guys are fucking gangsters. No one does it better than you guys. No one does it better than you guys. No one's more entertaining than you guys. That's right. And no one's per- <laughs> yeah. No one's produced the inspiration for more. Shout out Italians. to the Sopranos, who yeah. who some say, which I am not on that boat because I haven't seen it, is the greatest TV series of all time. It's very good. Like it's not the greatest. It's not my favorite. But it's, it's not your favorite. It's, it's excellent. See, it wasn't my favorite, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen them all. But. It makes me want to go back and watch it. After I hear movie. people talk about mm-hmm. it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And there's a movie coming out. I think it's called The Saints of Newark or something like Shout that. Shout out to Joey Coco Diaz. One of my favorite comedians is in that movie. Coco Bono. Yeah. Good for you, man. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue. Segway. It's bad. Segway away. Say dude. segue. But, so the NCAA tournament is going to take place without fans or is it going to be canceled altogether? That's something that I think we need to look up real quick. Can you tell me if it's been canceled altogether? Or it has, as of as of this morning, it's without fans. Okay, sans fans. Yeah. Now there are little tournaments before the big one that have been canceled. That's right. But as of this morning, not this very second, um, we're talking about five p.m. Yep. It is going to be held without fans. Mm-hmm. To yesterday, I saw for the first time ever a soccer game without fans. Not the whole game, mm-hmm. but some highlights. Pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Like just to no hear crowd this, noise. N- no crowd noise other than the players going wild mm-hmm. on the side. 
just hearing the ball hit and things like that was pretty cool. It sounds like a scrimmage. It was pretty fucking cool. But even in scrimmages, it's loud. Like, there's some people around. Uh, so give us a second. We're going to get a quick beer break, and we'll be right back with you. We're back, baby. We're back. Round two. So we were talking about sports. We were talking about the NCAA. We're pretty sure that the tournament is still on. And so I was excited to announce that the brackets for March Madness come out on Sunday. So that means we can feature that on our next episode. We did talk about this yep. with our foreign ones where I had to explain mm-hmm. to them what it was. Yes, we did. <laughs> we were like, why are you explaining this? Why are you explaining this to <laughs> They can just Google it. Dude. <laughs> so who do you think is going to take it all? Bro, to be is honest, it, I be haven't a, been paying attention at all. Is it going to be Kentucky or like a, a Cinderella like Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Uh, all I know is that Rutgers had a good season for the first time ever. That's right. <laughs> They're fucking basketball changes completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really don't know, man. So, it's like I'm a Michigan guy, so I will always, you know, cheer for them. I uh, love your school. Like yeah, one of the coolest rides I've ever followed was watching UCF and Taco last year. Dude, it was yeah. it came down to just a few plays. Like mm-hmm. the momentum changed and it was over, but we uh it was incredible. On Sunday. I really watched every game that you guys yeah, ran. Yeah. It was pretty hardcore. Well, well tune in. I mean, I think this is gonna be a good year for them. They almost I think they broke 100 points on Sunday. Oh, it's the first cool. time in a long time, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, shout so, out to UCF. So we'll, uh, we'll try the brackets. We'll try to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it! <laughs> We're going live! Uh, so, like, how many of the different major league sports have, have suspended their seasons? Um, we got NBA, NHL, MLS... Golf's still on, as far as I know. NBA went first, and the poor bastard that fucking caused that... This motherfucker oh, is dude. on video doing the most ridiculous shit, like touching the mics, he, fucking around. He's got like a stupid And he had too. corona. <laughs> like, what? Like wiping his face. And yeah, he's wiping him. his face, touching his teammates. and uh, Apparently. That's where not, did he get it from? Uh, I can't wait to hear that story. Uh, maybe he went to China. <laughs> I mean, even if he traveled or if he had any idea that he touched someone that traveled recently and mm-hmm. he was doing what he was doing on tape. If you guys haven't seen the tape, pause it. What's go watch it. Um, so, uh, so shit, what is another name? interesting wrinkle to the story is uh-huh. that uh, Juan shared with me earlier. He mentioned that the plane that the Jazz had recently used was also used to... Ferry the um, the Orlando Magic and another team. The Raptors, maybe? The Raptors, potentially. So they were all potentially exposed to it. So the so NBA went first. The yes. NBA went first. Everybody's like, what else is going to... Actually, soccer soccer went first. Yeah. Well, and by soccer, I meant it's like... European yeah, yeah, that's the, the only soccer. The Serie A, they, they went down. They're just like... They didn't go down. They're just like, we're going to play in front of empty stadiums. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. And, Pretty, pretty unique experience. If you guys haven't, if you're a soccer still, fan, it's are, pretty cool. Are they to still see. playing games? Uh, yeah. Okay, so they're still playing. There's games. games today, but major league sports that are active right now in the U.S. are basically shut down. Uh, who went next? It was NHL. NHL yep. Right. Mm-hmm. NHL went next. I don't know their official thing. What's going on? If they're completely suspended, um, I think they are. Mm-hmm. Major league baseball went shortly after. Right. And then MLS. Florida said that no Homestead Racing's like we're gonna do something, and then NASCAR came out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to NASCAR, and they're like we're gonna race without fans. 
Which also could be... I mean, you don't really hear the fans in NASCAR. You hear the fucking cars. But sure. So the people at home, I don't think it's that much of a difference. So they're still going hard in the paint, but without fans. Word? And MLS. Yeah. That sucks because... Well, I mean, it's good and bad. So teams stay undefeated. That's right. As long as the, <laughs> as long as the Orlando City Soccer Club... Hey, Lions, guys, you can't lose if you don't play, guys. Exactly. <laughs> You're all right. Uh, so they, they tied their first game, no goals, and then they lost their second game to 2-1 uh, to one to Colorado, which is a shitty team. So I do not have high hopes for the season. They have some of the best players in the league, but they just can't make it happen. And the Jazz player, I'm looking for his name. I think it was Bobert. Bobert. Jazz player with... Corona. <laughs> it's, the list is growing, I'm sure. Oh, one of his teammates did get it too. Uh, Rudy. Ru- Rudy. Rudy Gobert. First of all, I thought it was what Rudy Gay, so I apologize, Rudy Gay, because when I first saw Rudy in the letter G, I'm like, wait, Rudy Gay? My mind just went to it. Their mind plays tricks on you. Uh, um, but it wasn't Rudy Gay, who's a to, great player. Shout out to Ghetto Boys. But fucking Rudy Gobert, you son of a bitch. Yeah. What a jerk. I think he's going to get fouled really hard. Like, honestly. Like there's gonna be some off camera. There's gonna be <laughs> some punishment, some hazing. Like this son of a bitch on video yeah. did some incredibly ignorant shit. Like yeah. that I thought was fucked up, repugnant shit. <laughs> let's let's say that um it didn't spread and the NBA was going on. I would have giggled. I'm like he's touching the mics. He's fucking around with Corona. It's just maybe. maybe but he kind of confirmed like, maybe, this shit's real. Maybe you shut he, down the NBA. Maybe he didn't have it at the time, but he got it afterward. Now, the, so maybe somebody sprayed him in the face. Like, yo, I'll teach you. <laughs> the clip that I would suggest watching is there's a reporter from inside the Utah arena. And he's going, I have heard from team sources that they haven't officially tested all the players on the team. And blah, blah, blah. And as he's talking uh-huh. in the background, there's a guy being put out in a stretcher uh-huh. in an empty oh. arena. Yeah. <laughs> Did you also say, like, I'm not sure. They're like, are you not going to talk about that? There's a guy being pulled out in a stretcher. <laughs> it wasn't Gobert, I think. It was another guy, another player in the Jazz. But Donovan Mitchell's the second person. He, he's, like, like, he's like slapping hands with an assistant coach or something. He's sitting next to him. And the assistant coach immediately pulls out hand sanitizer. He's like, nope. <laughs> if, you got to check that out. It's so funny. If we're on that, then the must-watch, and he is an incredible guy because last week he went viral when a reporter asked him about Corona. He's like, I'm a fucking soccer coach. Like, I don't know shit about that. So, like, you got to ask an expert. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be asking us because yeah, we don't know anything. Why? This is like, I, 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 know, I know how to, like, I know how to lead one of the best teams in the nation, mm-hmm. in the whole world, which is Liverpool. So, there's a video of him coming out. Onto the pitch, and a fan is trying to touch his hand, and he goes, "Put your fucking hand away!" <laughs> what the fuck is I know wrong? That much. I'm not it's, a doctor, but I know that much. It is such a idiots. great video of of just how brutally honest this guy is, and telling this fucking fan to put his hands away. Like, are you fucking crazy? I'll are never you trying walk to touch alone, me, but you will. Yeah, you're trying to touch <laughs> That's me, dog. Liverpool's amazing. Shout out to Liverpool. Yeah, perennially <laughs> okay. Not like Tottenham. That's, uh, you know, like your constant purgatory. When you're not, like, really good and you're not, like, total shit. It's Tottenham. Tottenham, that's your team. <laughs> no, that, no. All right, I my, that my, my English team is uh, Newcastle. Okay. Yeah. I love Newcastle beer. Yep. I used to, but I then... I almost it, brought some tonight. There was a rumor that something's in the beer. Oh. Like, something not healthy. Not healthy? And, and I don't know if that was just an urban legend that caused sales to go down. Maybe. But... 
Newcastle beers are some of my favorite fucking go-to beers. They used to be my absolute favorite. Like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. middle 2000s, yep. fucking always had some Newcastle. Yeah. It was oh, you're on Heineken? Nah, man. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. Yeah, everybody's drinking experience. Everybody's drinking Heineken. Everybody's drinking like, Heineken? Nah. Fuck that. Nah. I need a little brown in my Check life. Check it out, baby. <laughs> need a little it, bit of that it, caramel. It was, it was cheap, too. Cheap was, and it, fucking it, delicious. It was nowhere near as expensive as it is now. But then a rumor came out that it had something in the beer. And Why I don't just you research really... that for our next show? Okay, I will. Excellent. Newcastle. Shout out to Newcastle. Speaking of castles, where leaders used to live back in the day, let's pivot to politics. You ready for this shit? Oh, of course, Scott. Strap yourself in. Politics is my sports. Oh, it's 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 the the season. Sports season, you guys. Sports were my sports, but all my teams, other than the Jaguars, have won championships. All my players have won championships, and there's no more. There's no. You're just a bandwagon fan. No, once. (laughs) I mean, you could say that, right? But like, I'm playing with you. I I mean, I get like, I remember. One of my neighbors in my building mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Lauderdale, who went to UF, could not. It would bother him that I was a Michigan fan because I didn't go to well, Michigan. Well, they're like because I didn't go to Michigan. Okay, that was his I beef. I he's like, how the fuck? He's like, how the fuck could you like? Yeah, he could not comprehend. And I told him the story, like why I'm a Michigan fan, etc. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a hardcore Gator. Mm-hmm. Guys, Florida sports, and I think Texas is probably the only thing that's similar. It's like Florida tribal. sports super is tribal. super tribal. Yeah. This is the last tribal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like don't, you don't have two Florida teams. Yeah. You only get one. Skinheads don't have this much passion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for, Quote of the year. Florida sports is the most tribal, most polarizing so shit ever. when you get that job as an assistant coach at Florida <laughs> or some shit, that's going to be like... Etched into your wall. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, bro. They don't, man. Florida State people, Florida and Miami. And now are, UCF. And, and, and now the past three to four years, I would say, yeah. and maybe for you it's longer, but just to the regular people that didn't go there, UCF is definitely in that conversation. Guys, as, as somebody who went to pretty much every game, whether we were winning, losing, when we didn't lose it, or when we didn't, didn't win a game, yeah, I mean... We're, we are where we should be now, and I think we will continue to be pretty good. I love not, your story. Not the best. Like, we're not going to win a national championship. Another one. But... <laughs> For a couple years, you guys are the best team in Florida. Yeah. By far. And, and it wasn't I'm, even close. I'm okay with being the best team in Florida. I think that says a lot. That says beyond a lot. You're talking about legendary teams of the three. The big three. So, you might have seen that we just extended the contract on our athletic director... Um, are you happy Danny about that? White, five more years. Are you happy about that? to where we are, so I'm all about growth, baby. I'm all about success. So if you're doing a good job, you get reelected. Did you like, <laughs> and this is just nerd talk really quick because I'm just curious from your brain. Did you like the fact that he let that coach go to Nebraska, I think it was? No, it wasn't his decision. It was Coach Frost's decision. But Coach Frost could stay for some that, money. That, that was, well, I mean, he made more Nebraska than he could have made UCF. But, but UCF could have opened the pocket. That was, no, it wasn't worth it. It was. I think it was more good important move. to. Yeah, it was. Good. Okay, that's it, all. It I was a better so idea to, even if we're losing some games here and there, get some new blood and and also spread that money around so you get some talent at the coaching level. 
and maybe some more scholarships, whatever whatever the ability is to kind of spread that money around. Because if he had stayed, he'd, he'd have, you know, definitely taken a bigger chunk. The best part about moving to the state of Florida your senior year of high school mm-hmm. is that you have no alliance to a Florida team. I knew you were going there. Dude. So you have – I appreciated the passion and, and um, just, just every team for whatever they offered. Mm-hmm. Like I love Florida shit, dude. I went to Florida. I went to Florida State. I the only places I didn't party and watch games was Miami. But the other two, you lived in Miami basically. So yeah, later in life. Yeah, but in the younger days, I did do the Florida State thing. Mm -hmm. I did do Mm -hmm. the Gainesville thing, and it was just some of the coolest experiences ever. Yeah, we have we have a good college football. So you're neutral. I would wear neutral colors. I could talk to anybody. That was the key. By the way, you have to wear neutral colors. For you to really enjoy some of these events. Because you can talk okay. to anybody. Okay. I mean, if you're lucky enough to go to like a Florida-Florida State game, then okay, I can see neutral colors. Florida-Florida Georgia. Biggest cocktail party in the, <laughs> That's in right. the, That's in the right. world. Biggest outdoor. Outdoor cocktail party. <laughs> right. For That's some it. reason, they love that trademark, but that was their shit. And um, yeah, yeah, neutral colors just, is the key. Just on numbers alone. Because you can jump it's, on any it's side. bigger than the, the derby. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've been to plenty of those. Yeah. And, some are memorable times. Uh-huh. Some well, involved police officers. You it was just, crazy. You just go to tailgate. You don't really care about the game. Oh, of course. That's what I would do. I would just go to party because, you know. Best football game I've ever been to. You're not going to remember the game anyway. Was Florida State, <laughs> Alabama. Oh, yeah? In Jacksonville. Nice. Woo! Most beautiful women ever. It was crazy to see all the Bear Bryant people come mm-hmm. and Florida State people come. It was, uh, the Bear, and I had, the Bear Bryant. And I was with a Florida State alum, so we had, like, seats, like, just couple rows up from one of the field goals. Nice. It was amazing. It was one of the most incredible experiences ever. That sounds fun. So yeah, Florida football is special. Yeah. And I think Texas is what I hear is like the equivalent, but mm-hmm. it's Florida. Like, I think, I don't know, it's different. Two states have a very unique kind of look to quarterback play, and that's Texas and Hawaii. Look, okay. at, look at the history of a lot of these, you know, some of the best quarterbacks in college and the best quarterbacks in NFL, and they came out of those two states. The, but... <clears throat> Hawaii, I haven't seen translate in the big one mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh-huh. Other than Mariota, Mariota. Yep. made it, but and, and got hurt. Then he stopped producing. And then he stopped producing. And he can and still there, go somewhere. We talked about it before. I he, really think he's going to go somewhere. Yeah, he can still get paid as let's, long as he stays healthy. Let's go politics. <laughs> All right, I thought we were getting into it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the results of the latest primary as of two days ago. It's our week today, baby. Uh, so Biden, as we talked about before, AR fourteen. This motherfucker couldn't win South Carolina. Had no chance in hell. And I was like, he's got a chance if he wins South Carolina. And now what? <laughs> I didn't realize so he won four states on Tuesday, including Michigan. And Sanders. Shout won- out to Biden. Sa- Sanders won two, including North Dakota, with a grand total of five thousand votes. That's how you get delegates, 5,000 fucking people. <laughs> hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss some people off and get controversial, but San- Sanders is a pussy. And what I oh, mean by that here we go. is, dude, you're in an election, definitely your last one, and you decide to not throw punches. You think, you think that's the good strategy to go? Especially if you win, you're going to take on Donald J. Trump, the fucking king of throwing punches? Like, it's the most pussy shit I've ever seen. Uh, chicken think, shit, whatever you want to call it. Sanders would do a better job in a debate or multiple debates than Biden. I absolutely agree, but you cannot just 
tippy-toe around Biden. He's like, he's calling him his friend. He really is. He's calling him this. Yeah. He hugs him. He needs to no, go, he dude, needs to get go dirty. Go this is your this last is, election ever. This like, is, you're not yeah, going to survive for a second term. You know that. Like, I don't know what his who his advisors are, but I would fire I think they're all young. of them. I think his advisors are young ideologues who don't have the experience in where, politics. Where are the people in the Veritas videos that are like gulags? Where are the, where are the vicious think, ones that should have advised yeah, them? Like, those, you got to go hard and paint. I think those are the people who control the ground operations. And they're the ones who are trying to connect with voters and set up events and stuff like that. And that makes sense to me because they don't have any actual political experience. They're just talking about the issues from a central... It's kind of like a, a socialist government where there's like a script. You can... Talk about this stuff. These are the things we want you to say. And like a socialist government, yes, it failed. The, the central planning, it doesn't always work. <laughs> Never. This is going to be Sanders' final campaign ever, and he's going to lose. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to give him until Sunday. Get your shit together. You have to come hard on Sunday he's in the already, debate. He's already oh, said. He's already said he's not dropping out. Shout out to Corona. They <laughs> Corona the beer. Corona no virus. Oh okay. <laughs> they they affected the debate. Yes, they, they will did. be doing the debate empty. No That's audience. So fucking stupid. No audience. That's so dumb. So dumb. But it is what it is. Yep. There is not going to be an audience. Bernie has to go. Full, what full, is it? Full R word. No, not even R word, <laughs> because that would be bad. But like, what's uh, scorched earth? Scorched earth, yes. Has, has to, to burn, burn every bridge. Has to burn everything. Burn, burn. Do you know why he's not going to do that? Because he's he a P word. Doesn't want Trump to win. What does that he, mean? He can't torpedo Biden so hard that Biden can't recover. You. That's why he's fucking. Stuck. He's stuck. He can't do it. I can't even call you a pussy. Okay, okay. I, let me like, retract that. Let me let me. That's for let, our word. Let me, let me. Yeah. That's let, hardcore. Let, let me let me qualify that. I he could do that, but I don't think he will. And the reason I don't think he will he has is because to. the reason, in, from your perspective, the reason he has to is because he wants to prove to people that if they don't elect him, they don't deserve anybody but Trump. That's his message. It's his last campaign. It's his last election. It's, right. it's, that message just lost you everything yeah. up to this point. Well, he's a socialist. He's not a Democrat. So that kind of spells it out for you. He doesn't care about the Democratic Party. If he doesn't win the nomination, he doesn't care. It's him or Trump in his mind. But the rest of the world has already decided it's Biden or Trump. So, so he's stuck. I mean, I, I see both sides of that. He has to go hard. Like, I would fire every single advisor after his results these past primaries. Mm -hmm. Every single one, you're fucking fired. You guys are fucking useless. How do you start? How am I getting less votes than last time? And I'm running against this fucking guy who can barely. Uncle Joe. (laughs) No. This is where I I am going to say this. Today, uh, Joe Biden this afternoon gave a speech regarding his uh, plan for uh, the coronavirus. Okay. I gave him the time. I was, I'm in here mm-hmm. right now. Um, put my Bluetooth piece. I was doing some like chores and shit in the house. Yeah. And, it's good to listen to things and like I, that. And, and I, that's how I listen to stuff yeah. and get this extra time, especially right now. Yeah. And um, he so did a good job. Yeah. What, what, what were He's, some of the things he talked about? 
before I get to that, I'm I was more worried. I was more listening for the dimen- the, the dementia, the dementia, yeah. dementia. Pardon, second language. <laughs> so he did a good job, right? And it was obviously a, a a a speech he was reading from, right? Sometimes when you try to go off the speech, definitely unlike Trump, like it just sounds horrible. But he did a decent job. He he had a good message. It was it was well done. Whoever wrote the fucking speech is a professional, and he did a good job. So so my point is is so that Biden, got Biden a good, showed good some sleep. Life. Yes, he had he had yes. he took his medication. Yes, he exercised. He was ready. He, he took did care of business. He this he prepared for this moment to show the world that he is still there. And I'll give him credit that mm-hmm. it was it was well done, right? Cool. So Bernie has some work cut out, but. This whole shit about calling him your friend and calling him this, like, Sanders. yeah, like you can't do that, man. Like, well, you know, that's you're a- you're gonna lose the moderates. You have your hardcore socialists that are gonna vote for you no matter what, right? And you got those people, mm-hmm. but now you need to go after the other people that are like on the fence about. First of all, the the ones that hate Trump but hate socialism, but. If you did a good enough job and you attack Biden for what he is, I feel like you can probably bring him on your side yeah, to bring down true. Trump. There's still enough time. There's still enough delegates I, left for him to win. I mean, he's not going to bounce back. From, I don't think he, he will. But. Before I even get into like his socialist policies, is like the official job of a president is the commander in chief. Mm-hmm. And Bernie shits on the military regularly. That Sorry. is the big problem. That's why, that's why we talked about it before. That's a big problem. That's why I don't think Tulsi's going to say yes if he asks her to be a VP. Nah, I'd be surprised. And he wouldn't, no. he's, I mean, he's not going to get the opportunity, I don't think. But she wouldn't say yes because of his record against the military. I would announce my VP if I were him before Sunday. That, come in that might give him life. That would give him life. Pick, pick her. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. She's, she's the only one that would help him. You would bring... So many moderates That's to right. the table. That's absolutely right. And and that would be me. Hey, Burn. I hope you watch, you yo, listen hey, to yo, our today because this is the advice that you need right now to possibly survive. No matter how good you do on Sunday, I don't think you're getting this. You don't even realize how much you're missing by not listening to this podcast, Bernie. But you can't be a <laughs> pussy against your opponent. And the reason I say that is because you're the commander and fucking chief. And you have to sometimes be tough. Well, you're running for that position. And you have and to be tough in these situations. You have to this be, is a situation. Well, you have to be decisive and you have to know your enemy. You can't tippy-toe around you can't Biden. You can't do it. Compliment the guy. The He's rem- been a senator for 40 years. Do you know who he reminds me of? <laughs> he reminds me of the douche from Massachusetts who right now is running against Trump in some primaries. Oh, man. And he ran as the vice president for the Libertarian Party under Gary Johnson. I don't know who that is. All right. This douche was the worst. The douche. The douche was the worst ever, right? Because he ruined the Libertarian Party. I would watch interviews where Gary Johnson, the guy running for president... Mm -hmm. He wouldn't even allow him to speak. This guy would just answer for him. It was really weird. Hmm. And he would always compliment Hillary Clinton. Hmm. It not, was not, not a good strategy. No, not a good You just destroyed <laughs> your own party. And he kind of... Bill Weld, I think his name is. Bill Weld. Some okay. shit like that. Right. Weld or whatever. You're a loser. Right. I hope you listen to this. We're not the best at the political science. Yeah, but you guys know we, what I'm we, talking about. Yeah, we, we, we'll follow up. Yeah, we'll, just we'll research it. So... 
shout out to Orlando Weekly. Uh, I had a good article this week and I actually have an entire circular this week. So if you feel like going and getting it, it's free. Um, if Bernie loses, it's because he didn't know how to win. What do you think about that? That's what we were just talking about. You cannot win by complimenting your opponent. Oh, Can you imagine man. someone in sports... Like and some of the people in sports do that, but some don't. And the ones that usually don't, the Michael Jordans of the world, aren't fucking going. Hey he's man, my, he's my buddy. Yeah, this guy is so good, and and this mm. and that. Like, no, he can't win. You yeah. can't win with that strategy. Can't be this friendly. is it's cutthroat. It's here, the presidency. All right, maybe if this was like the 1940s, 50s, 60s, but you could be post Trump like, era. <laughs> you cannot do that. You are taking on a behemoth, someone that is sharp, quick, witty, who eliminated people with nicknames. You sent me that wonderful clip from Shane Gillis, and he's like, if you don't think Trump's funny, you're, you just don't have a sense of humor. You don't. People on the left and right have to agree. That could put us this, together. This fucker comes out and just points at one of his Republican you know, co-candidates for president and says... That guy's got small hands or something like that. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah! And when the guy tries to respond, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> with Ron, with, uh, that was with uh, Mike, who I actually like, was he immediately made fun of what's his name's looks. Right. Um, right. Rand Paul. Yeah. Rand, Rand Paul's ugly. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Rand Paul. You shut the fuck up, you're ugly. You're ugly. <laughs> like, that is where Trump has brought politics. Whether you like it or not, it's factual. And <laughs> so you're saying you're trying you're to saying tr- that everybody agrees that Rand Paul's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that it's factual that we are in an era where you have to make like it's no more it's mudslinging as they call it. Yes, this he, is he has lowered he, the bar. <laughs> he has lowered the bar. Absolutely. He has down not, to the mud. He's lowered the bar, but also no one has ever been. As ruthless as Trump. Okay. Ever in in politics. You know where he learned that? Huh? His his old lawyer, Roy Cohn. Now, you're the one that knows the history. If you have not watched this documentary, it came out out this past year. Watch Where's My Roy Cohn. And the title is actually really good. It's great. Great. I watched it on the plane on the way way to Germany. Um, It's 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 about. And there's so much history, there's so much like footage from McCarthyism and. You know, just this this lawyer in old New York. Uh, if you don't know anything about him, you have to dig in. You have to walk in with a completely open mind. But what you have to understand is that this is a chronicling of one of the most ruthless, most cunning lawyers who will do anything to win. Filthy rich. Filthy rich. Because he's good. And he was Trump's mentor. His mentor. Yes. Who told him to go hard in the paint. That's right. So yeah. so when, when Trump was inaugurated, he turns to one of his, his guys and he's like, where's my Roy Cohn? And that's the title of the film. In Trump's <laughs> recent uh, town hall, which he did uh, obviously on Fox News, um, someone from the audience is like, you know, like, what about, can you be nicer online? Mm-hmm. Can you do this or that? Tone and down the tweets Tone down bit. the tweets. And he's like, just stop tweeting. he's like, <laughs> and and I love his honesty is the best in the world is like he's like there's not an atom in my body he didn't say this I'm just going with my own words but there's not an atom in that man's body that will allow you to attack without him hitting back harder mm, that's a good point and I like that in a leader especially if you're leading the place where I live yeah I expect that like 
I expect I I prefer someone strong and and determined like that to to go hard in the paint for you and his beliefs than someone like Bernie who's passive, no aggressive, I don't, I don't, just passive. I don't think Bernie's passive. I think Very he, passive. I think he's passive now. But if it was him versus a Republican candidate, Trump or anybody else, he would be very. We'll see. <laughs> we probably won't. We probably actually won't. we probably won't. <laughs> I think Bernie definitely would have been Trump's hardest challenger. Yes. I think Tulsi yes. would have been. I'm gonna say yes. that right now. Tulsi would have been by far his hardest challenger because woman. And she can get all I the think, moderates. I think Warren probably would have given him... No, the, Pocahontas had no chance. I, I think she would have debated him far better than any other candidate. I think Warren would have. She showed that with... I will give her credit. She did incredible just taking out Mike Bloomberg by herself. Yeah. Holy she, she, shit. She tapped him so hard. She <laughs> fucking scalped him. <laughs> she... She went, she got the tomahawk out. <laughs> she went hard at Mike oh, Bloomberg. That was amazing. Shout out to my Native Americans, mm-hmm. not her. Uh, and my she, you know, Canadian American natives. And I love giving credit when you do a good job. She did an inc- her team prepared her so well for that. Mm-hmm. And to well, be she's honest, just, she's just not that was like her job. She's just, just take him out. Okay, conspiracy theorist. That's my conspiracy. <laughs> I think all of them were like, "We got to get Biden." No, we got to. <laughs> we got. I don't think she's gonna endorse Bernie. She should. She said she wasn't going. She to. should though. She said she wasn't going. She to. literally this, said this, that. This, yes, and this is my next point. That's fucking crazy. This is my next. That's two, so crazy. two bullets actually here. She'll lose so much credit. Sanders is not going to drop out. If he does, it's going to be the last possible minute. But he already said he would back the nominee, whoever that is. He already said that. He already. Yeah, he already that. said it. So he fucked himself. And he then, fucked himself when he did it for Hillary. And then exit polls from uh, Michigan uh, two nights ago. I want to give credit to Ryan Strzok. He tweeted that 19% of Sanders voters in Michigan will not back the Dem nominee yes. if it's not Sanders. The most gaslighting thing I saw online. Sanders is was, not a Democrat and his supporters are not either. Was, <laughs> hey, Bernie supporters, are you... Um, how is it going to feel to vote for uh, Biden in November? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited? Double question mark. <laughs> Dude. The, dot, 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 you dot, see mark? that fucking question being put on like those articles? The responses are outrageous. And I love it because like you see what yours, it goes with that is mm-hmm. so many of them are, the honesty comes out. Right. And they're like. Fuck that. I'm not voting. Some of them would be like, I'm so mad at the DNC. I'm going to vote for Trump just to say, fuck you. So you got two negatives against your own party for doing mm-hmm. that. It's either no vote or vote for Trump mm-hmm. out of this, out of just being spite. out of spite. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, there were, I don't think there were very many. I think that happened last time. You think so? You think more, more people voted against Hillary than voted for Trump? I don't know about more, but holy shit, a significant amount. Okay. To be honest, I did about, I calculated, I did about eight months of research before deciding that I'm okay with Trump. And even if I wasn't, Mm -hmm. let's say that that research was like, maybe Trump's a piece of shit, (laughs) then still I would have never voted for Hillary. Well, some people have made that decision. I think that's why my parents are so much in the tank for Trump is because... They lived through the, the you know being able to experience and vote for people uh, during the Clinton era. They lived through the 
you know, the <clears throat> military shortcomings, the Lewinsky time, the impeachment. He was stressed, though. And they, he was just, they were just like, yeah. But they were like, there's no way that that family has America's best, best interest. Best they interest have their self interest. And, and actually, the same thing can be said to Trump to, about Trump. Of course. But I agree. The, again, you're boiling it down to the lesser of two evils. And I think so many presidential elections are like that. It's not just these days, but if you look back, it's like it's, everything since we've been alive has been that way. It's been the lesser, which is the less shitty candidate. And here we are. The that, one time where it may have not been like that was probably Kerry versus Bush. Yeah. However, even though I, back then I was definitely more for Kerry, uh-huh. he lost me completely with one of my favorite... In- this is the last yesterday after nine o'clock when Trump announced mm-hmm. the thirty day ban to right. Europe. The internet was almost like what? And by it was internet, almost broken. By it was internet, almost broken. yeah, it was almost broken, right? <laughs> because on social media, you got to see live things happening, almost like if you were in a chat room of that's how fast why, it was moving. That's why I think TVs these days need to have the ability to be watching live TV and then having one of your apps open next to it. Whether it's a ticker, whether it's just a, a feed from some social media, but you how, should... How YouTube does it? Where like the yeah, comment yeah, yeah. section? I, I guess you can if it's YouTube TV, but you know, you got to subscribe to that. But in my, from my, in my mind, it's like I want to be able to look at something that's reacting real time to what's happening live. And then I want to be able to comment and interact with that too. Hulu, Netflix... And all and Apple listen to Trevor. Billion dollar idea. Trevor right now is your targeted fucking all you audience. Do, all you gotta do is get me talking about it. We'll, we'll have those ideas. <laughs> let's do this. We need some sponsors. Let's so, do it. Yeah, let's you come out with some ideas. I agree with you, man. Rock and roll, baby. Interactive TV, I think, is the future mm-hmm. because augmented reality. I've is been probably so happy. To that, I've been happy mm-hmm. watching people on YouTube where they. What happens is that they'll do their live comment section. They'll leave it open or you can close yeah, it. Yeah, the, yeah. the person has the choice. Now, usually in some channels, they will only talk to the people that donate money because mm-hmm. their comments show up really big and it's highlighted to the presenter, yeah. to, the, to the person doing the content. Um, but in other times, like when there's not that many people donating, they'll just read some of the comments. Mm-hmm. I write such ridiculous questions. Mine gets picked all the time. Really? Excuse me. Yes, it happened recently. And it's such a good feeling. Because they pick your question, you they start me. talking about it. Yes. But he did like three of mine. Like, because my shit was all on board. That's great, man. That was with Nuance, bro. And if you guys don't know Nuance, bro, he's a really, really cool guy to fucking follow because he loves to just be in the middle. It, like, he has his famous t shirt is Democrat, Republican, Nuanced. And it's checked as Nuanced. Because he will go anywhere in the middle of anything. I think he has Iranian descent. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll ask the uncomfortable questions to either side. Perfect. I'll listen I love to that. it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So let me just jump over real quick. This is an easy question, I think, for you to be able to answer. So if we were pretty sure, unless there's some dark horse VP candidate that we don't know about yet or we haven't really considered, is it going to be Warren, Spartacus, Kamala, or, or Tulsi? I think Hillary might, is a wild card. That is a wild card. Tulsi, I don't think, is in at all because she is hated and despised. The only person that can pull off Tulsi is Bernie. Mm. Okay. And I think that's Bernie's fucking... That is the nuclear bomb option. Yeah. Yeah. And he has to go that option after this miserable... 
abysmal fucking showing that Awful. he just did. Awful. Last You're two Tuesdays fire everyone. You fucking pussy, dude. Well, I hate you for that. Not we, I like Bernie. We, we know that Biden won't pick Sanders as his VP. He can't. He can't. He's not allowed. Because that's going to sink him so far that he won't have a chance. Yeah, he's not allowed. That's that would be too many Game of Thrones House of Cards similarities. He going can't on pick Kamala. You know why he why, can't pick why? Kamala? Because of that first she debate. called him a racist. Yeah, in the and first debate, and now she endorsed him. Yeah, she's she's too two faced piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for <laughs> okay. you being that two faced, it's too so, too. So now it's down to Warren and Spartacus and Hillary. Warren, I can see because then he picks has up those the, progressive. Has, has the lady, type of, the lady, the lady. Mm-hmm. He actually said, I believe, in the beginning of all this, that he was going to pick a female. Which is why I wouldn't shut out Kamala. I don't think she's so. A, she's the a next, minority. She's no. the next best thing to no. Michelle Obama running as VP. She's like a Jamaican minority. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I like so, how... I like so, how so some people wouldn't vote for a ticket unless it had a person of color. Some I love our... Some people wouldn't vote for a ticket unless it had a woman. This is both. That's yeah. my only thing. Like, it's like the spite vote. It's like, we'll pick her even if she was against you just to show that you'll do anything. The thing with Spartacus, he's been out in the news, but at the same time, I can see that being a positive thing because that's kind of where, like, Hillary's beef And he's young. He's young. He has the chance to be in the White House for 12 years. He's got the celebrity friends. Mm -hmm. He's he's dating an actress that I love. Yeah, who's bi, by the way. Oh, shout out. Just came out as bi. I'm sure Spartacus (laughs) is bi, too. He has that whole entire... He's probably gay. He's got (laughs) such a gay bi vibe to him. Which, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Come on and be who you are. Just be honest. His girlfriend is fucking awesome, man. If you haven't watched Kids... Oh, Kids. Like, for the younger people, Kids was like... It was... What's the word I'm looking for? It was... Groundbreaking. um, It was definitely groundbreaking. And it was definitely taboo. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. The forward. first time I watched the movie, I was like, "What am I watching? This yeah. is uncomfortable." This is un- yeah, but I heard about it. Like we made yeah. it. A, like it was no, a sleepover no, night. It was a. It was yeah, a we watched experience. That I'll probably never watch it again. We watched that at a sleepover. Yeah. I've probably seen it over ten times. Yeah, <clears throat> I've definitely seen kids a lot. Another, another part one of New Jersey like, light. Yeah, exactly. Another one I like <laughs> Dawson in is um, a guide to recognizing your saints. Have you seen that? I have not. That's one you got to check out if it's on. Uh, you know, Prime or any of the other services you can you can get to, but it's basically about a group of kids in Queens, and they get into some trouble. Um, Sounds like kids. <laughs> it is it is like that, but it's it's actually like an autobiography. So the director wrote and directed it. Got all these people. It's got Shia LaBeouf in it. Chan Tatum's in it. It's like his first movie. What Don- is it? Dawson's called? in it. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Um, Jesus. A, a guide to recognizing your saints. I'm definitely down to watch yeah, that. Rosario Dawson's awesome. It is very good. So check that out. Yeah, I that's, definitely want to check it out. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. All right. So just a couple more things here. Uh, how will President Drone Strike support Sleepy Uncle Joe if he hasn't stumped for him yet? Now, for those that don't know who the king of the drone strikes are, that's... That's my pet name. Yeah, that's Barry, a.k.a. Barack Obama, a.k.a. the first half-black president the United States has ever had. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. Um, It's weird that he hasn't endorsed them, but it's strategic, and I don't, I respect it, like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's almost like a He's like W. He's like W. W's like, I'm staying out of politics. W didn't endorse anybody? No, he never endorsed anybody. Not Mitt? No one? Nobody. I respect that. I'm friends with the people that have been in the White House. I'm not going to jeopardize that. I'm not going to jump back in. 
or endorse anybody or slander anybody. That's I'm, cer- I'm certainly not going to shit on my predecessor, and I'm not going to shit on my successor. That he hasn't is, said a damn thing about Barack Obama. Then that was an official vote and endorsement for Barack because the W, to me, Barack was just him, but like a lighter form. And by that I mean like, like a lighter mm-hmm. skin tone. I'm just <laughs> not, sense, they, not sense of humor. They not were like the same horns. people. They, they were the they, same fucking people. Same policy. Same everything. They had a opinion. lot. They had a lot that was similar. Other than they're, like Castro clunkers and their shit. Their politics were very different. Their politics were. I mean, I think I think Bush was pretty much you know big big. Uh, Big government, big companies can get together and do their thing together. Obama was more like, how can I make big government more effective for little people? But all he did was make government bigger. That's true. That's so it's like, they were the same people. and Their, their did, politics were different and their, their ways and means were different. But Their politics are different because of letters in front of their names. But policy-wise, I didn't really see a difference. I saw just like... Abuse of the Fed, abuse of just, monetary policy, it was abuse horrible, of the military. Uh, I hated George bro- W. Bush, but I loved him as a person because he's promises. hilarious. Yeah. He's probably, he'll probably go down as a good person, but not a good president. Not a good president. <laughs> like one of my favorite t-shirts that I own is the worst president ever, mm-hmm. which is half face on the front. It's George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And then it says, until now. And then it's Barack's. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite t-shirts. I've had that since oh, 2008. Man. How cool would it I be? I used to wear that like cool? all the time in public. I can't wear that now. Yes, you can. You should, you should <laughs> wear it. You should wear it. It's election season. It's going down. I love that shirt. I wish that shirt, I would wear that shirt if you could like turn Turn and the colors in the face would turn. That'd be it cool. It was like a hologram type That'd thing. That'd be pretty cool. Watch this. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I used to just wear that and people would be like, I love conversations about that. But back then, politics wasn't so hostile. Yeah. What I mean by like, you can't wear it now is like, someone might stab you. Yeah. <laughs> someone you, that, you can wear like a Reagan Bush 84 shirt, ironically, today and get stabbed. The amount of people Even that, if you're like a hardcore socialist, you can wear a shirt like that and get stabbed. And get stabbed. <laughs> the, the amount of people that will risk going to jail over someone they've never met nor truly, nor truly know Trolling is insane. Is word, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's insane. It's like post-2016 is a different world. And as of yesterday, we're in Corona world. Totally Corona's different the new world. king. Corona officially took over. This should now help your beer sales other than hurt it because it is your world. Hey, it's all past We're in your world, Corona. That's right. It's, you like, own it now. Someone make <laughs> a little be, cough. Be gentle. For the, the amount of people writing stories about them sneezing in public just fucking makes me die <laughs> laughing. You lick your fingers and then you, lick, and then you touch the subway pole and then you got arrested. I highly recommend you follow Ice-T. Like, he used to be annoying. Or no, I'm Is it Ice-T or Ice-T? Ice-T. Ice-T. That was the one I saw yesterday. He was like, Ice-T. I always thought... Yeah, know. now he's serious. <laughs> and ice T's like, I always thought I, would, I, w- I was going to die by lead. That's right. <laughs> but like... Lead bullets. High, not, he said high, high, high velocity High velocity lead. lead. <laughs> Great yeah. follow on social media. That guy changed completely on social media because he was a little bit on the social justice warrior side during the elections. He's a secret Republican and you know it. Bro, he went <laughs> hardcore in the paint. One of these blue tech mark people is like, Ice Teen, you shouldn't talk like that. And he goes, Motherfucker, I'm black. That's right. <laughs> I, say, well, I, want, I had a single in nineteen ninety called Cop Killer. 
It got me banned from all radio stations. What I can say whatever I want. I Thank can you very say much. Whatever I, want. I went from there to what's the show? Law and Order. Yeah. I res- <laughs> As a cop, I respect the fuck out of him because he stopped being like politically correct and he just himself. And it's great. Next one, a month, you motherfuckers is, <laughs> says my name's getting shot. <laughs> Pretty much. So shout out no, to He was on Chappelle as one of the pimps in um, the Play Haters Ball. Remember that? He was like the intro guy. He was like, Silky Johnston. <laughs> he was in that yes. skit. Yes, oh, we can go back shit. and rewatch that. And for the people that didn't get to enjoy possibly some of the best years of television, this is skit pre-internet world. This was Bush era. This is the, the the number one sketch show of all time. There's no debating. Nope. There's no this is Saturday. In it's just it. two two to three years, he did a it total was better. of three seasons. But three two seasons. were aired. Two were aired, and Saturday Night Live has been around since like the early '80s. Like those two seasons beat all the seasons combined. Never, Saturday Night Live. Never. Nothing beats it. Absolutely not. No one can beat it. So go watch Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. I think pretty much everybody from our generations heard of it maybe they haven't seen all of it dude there used to be there used to be events to like go buy the seasons when it would drop on DVD yeah like people from work would like celebrate it it. oh my god it was like a thing Um, people used to buy DVDs guys yeah I know it sounds crazy like people would buy physical objects to put into some sort of player to watch so after the coronavirus and then the subsequent robot and then nuclear wars that wipe out most of the planet when you dig up this podcast check out Chappelle show. Yes. When you find one of those DVDs in the rubble and There's skulls, so much history. It's in so there. Funny. So fucking funny. Big. What? What? Ty- Tyrone? No. Um, Tyrone Biggums. Yeah, him. But who, what's the name of the racist? Red balls. No. <laughs> what's the name of the famous? The black racist. The oh black white supremacist. I don't remember. That's uh, one of the greatest. Bigsley. Oh, something Bigsley. Yeah. Yes, Bigsley. He was the the black white supremacist who was blind. It was blind. God, that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, be prepared for hard N word like all over the show, but that was that was pre, especially the N word family. Yes, <laughs> with an A R. <laughs> I know how you are with those bills. What like the, he's asking I him to pay the bill with the ribs, um, or he's asking him to like pay like, hey, did you guys pay the milk bill yet? All right, now we're spoiling it. <laughs> now we're spoiling like sixteen-year-old comedy. All right, let's go. Uh, I only had one other thing. I just want to get your take on this. So, how is it that Harvey Weinstein can not get thrown in jail? He can get taken to court, but he can't get in jail because of the coronavirus. I just didn't yet. know that. But Hunter Biden can't go to a child support hearing due to coronavirus. Because of his dad. Oh. Oh, well, I guess the show's over then. The show's <laughs> over, yeah. It's simple. Next. Hey, really quick, though, I digress, but going back to Chappelle, that was actually one of my stories, oh, okay. was that he did a recent show in Milwaukee. Yeah. Donated all his proceeds to the people in the shooting. Like, how, on a whim. How much, how good can, like, to me, top three comic of all time, right? And then like he's my, he's my favorite. He's I mean, really to me, he's possibly yeah. number one. Yeah. But it is a hard debate because you're looking at fifty years of stand-up comedy. Right. But he's fucking incredible. Um. That being said, like just the things that he does on the like he even him just going for Yang. Yeah. Making phone calls like just, I'll be your boy. 
And leaving a 60-something million dollar contract on the table. Uh, like, and, and just what he recently did, to just to bring that up because it, it happened this week. He donated all the money from his Milwaukee shows to the victims or something along those lines. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. Well You're done. an incredible human being. Yeah. I love... And, and, and you've tasted fame and you were like, it's okay. I'd rather be my own person. And, and personally, I'll be, I'll be um, the word I'm looking for is selfish. Even over something like donating money to like a great cause, victims of horrible gun violence, I fucking love you more than anything in this world for sticking up for free speech. There you go. And for sticking up for your ability to, to live in this country and say what you want and the ability to stick up for others that say things that you don't like. Because that's more important to me than anything right now on this planet. Because mm-hmm. when that goes away, it's it, you're living in a different world where you're not experiencing life as it should be. Because most of life for the majority of human civilization had restrictions on speech. And it still does in a lot of other countries. Even in Canada. Yep. You can't say certain shit. So you to me, that's the most here. important battle. But... Here you just get consequences, sure, right? Sure. Like there someone might try to end your job. You fall on your sword for you fall something. on your sword, but you can say it. Yep. Like you you may not lose your job, but you lose your. He reputation. fights for it. He fights for a racist to be able to speak their mind, and I agree with that, man. Like you should, Dave, you should. Dave Chappelle, I hate a, censorship. He's a he's a modern day Voltaire. Is that what it is? Yes. I mean, Voltaire, from, from from my perspective, he said Voltaire said. I disagree with what you say, but, but I will, I will die. Def- defend yeah. to the death yeah. your right to say it. And he was French. He didn't give a fuck. Bonjour, <laughs> pee-pee, wee-wee. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. All right. All and right, we're, we're just going to do a quick segment. We're going to talk about a few things that are off topic. So I hope you appreciate that. We're back, bitches. It's OWT, honey. And right now, what we have in our cup is something that we've had in our cups uh, in other episodes. It's the extra stout, baby. <coughs> Excuse me. The extra stout from Guinness. And one of my favorite beers. Next but week is St. Patrick's Day, so yeah. clear out your fucking lot. Let's go. <laughs> go get yourself a pint of black stuff. And a leprechaun. Enjoy. And a leprechaun, of course. <laughs> but, uh, so I suck at accents, man. That's one thing. Well, I mean, like, you, have, you have like no accent for being having been born in another country. That's true. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. If you can't do fully work and you can't be like, well, you know, I just figured out. Or like one of my favorite ones to do is. Um, Your Irish one's pretty on point. Oh, why, mate? That's, that's Australian. Yeah, wearing an Australian everything shirt. always turns into Australia. It always goes like down. I can start with England. It's like sewer work. It goes downhill into Australia. <laughs> like all the way down. It always turns into Australia. It can be like, hey, do a Finnish accent. Boom. Australia. <laughs> Very regional dialects. <laughs> Finnish? Oh, you want to hear Finnish? Do a Canadian accent. It all gets into mock the accent. A? Yeah, I go from A to all of a sudden I'm in Australia. Yeah! (laughs) And then I start saying, oh, that sounds like your... No, your accent is not Austrian, it's Australian. Oh, of course. (laughs) Come on, guys. Get your geography right. And be nice when you correct somebody. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite accents is... Like the Northeast, where it's like indistinguishable between like New York and Jew, you know. So it's 
if you haven't seen the show Big Mouth yet on Netflix, you got to check it out. I've seen a couple episodes. So it's you know what it's about. It's like dirty, dirty. Oh. I never realized how dirty it was. Oh, it's super dirty. But it's that kind of Northeast Jewish family, and a lot of the, the grandparents are kind of having that accent. I mean, you got one of the biggest Jews ever running. Yeah, exactly. I, I love him. Man. I, he's, he's great. Amazing. He's terrific. Great. <laughs> Curl he, is awesome. I would go, I would go see him if he did stand up. He, he probably doesn't have time for them to have. <laughs> for he he came. Where, where he really showed up on the map was the fantasy football show. That's right. The league. The fucking league. Which I is never watched. Dude, it is... It's, I have heard it's amazing. Like, people always say Always Sunny in Philadelphia is one of the greatest shows ever made and shit mm-hmm. like that. Their fanatics mm-hmm. are pretty hardcore. The league is on that level of writing, of creativity, of comedy. I love me some league. Oh, man. So, league is so great. fun. Just hearing... Jokes from that show, not watching the show, still believing and knowing that the jokes are hilarious and just like on point with the the topical stuff that they tackled. It really did, not just in the sports league world, or Sunny League. Uh-huh. Sunny was always irrelevant. I mean, it was always irrelevant and irreverent. It was never trying to be topical until like a season or two later, and then you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember when this was an issue," and then then they would tackle it, then they would really make it like silly funny. The league was always like you'd be able to quote that show, and then somebody else not knowing anything about it, and then find that hilarious. Find it hilarious. Yeah. It was great writing. The act, the cast was amazing. And they're all comedians. They're everybody in that show were much. comedians. So the writers, directors, everybody who had a, a point in it was uh, was terrific. Yeah, so. a really good show. I <laughs> highly recommend. It was a FX show, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I got into it late, mm-hmm. but like it was a fun show to to get mm-hmm. into. Even girls like it because the females in that in that show, which is basically one, she was a strong character. Right, like she she represented hardcore in a show with that's male dominated mm-hmm. about fantasy football. They're kind of like effeminate males, though. They're kind of like yeah. <laughs> it's it's fantasy in name only, <laughs> dude. I if you haven't really seen it, that is a show well worth the watch, and it holds it holds over. Like even you'll 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 get a kick out of like remembering they would always bring on NFL players mm-hmm. from the season yeah. too. So yeah. like you'll see some old ones yeah. and like oh shit I remember and like you're saying it kept it topical so you remember certain situations about certain football things. Pretty good show. Were there any other shows that came out? Kind of around the last eight to ten years that you were like, oh, this is my show. This is my favorite. You know what? I was thinking about reality shows. Okay. Because I'm not a fan normally. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it was on the, another History Channel show. Um, and we'll segue into the one we were just talking about mm-hmm. off camera. Was this show... Oh my god, I can't think of the name. The shit show. I'll tell you the premise, and I think I've talked about it before, and I've talked about it to other people. It only did one season. That was the most incredible season of reality TV I've ever seen in my life. The premise, and I've talked to you about this. I know mm-hmm. I have, because mm-hmm. it took place in Louisiana. Okay. It was the property that they used. And the premise of the show was that the world had gone into a post-apocalyptic okay. era. Yep. So you're in survival mode. Right. Like, you're planting food. It's a good place to be in Louisiana. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the space a, that they a use. A farm in Louisiana acres, is a good place to be. <laughs> acres of this shit. They literally, like, in between commercial breaks would say, like, we have psychologists on site. Mm-hmm. We have everything on site. And 
and it was basically a survival mode show. Like, okay. like you had to use tools and shit to like make yeah. electricity. You had to like, right. you had to survive. Yeah, it was, you had it, to was get by. it was walk. It's the Walking Dead without the, without the zombies, but just survival mode. Okay, and then. In the middle of the season, they would bring in people that lived in other places that were actors mm-hmm. who attacked them. Okay. So shit got serious. Like, <laughs> it was the most craziest fucking reality TV I've ever seen. But it only did one season. It only did one season. So you got to check it out. You got to find it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna find the name because I always have to Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, but an incredible show. I think it was the Colony. The Colony. It was called the Colony. Okay. That was the name of the show. I have no idea where you can watch it because I've tried to find it before and I can't find it. I caught it on accident and I was fucking addicted. That being <laughs> said, recently, shout out to Amazon for providing just the most random TV ever. They had Top Shot. Top and Shot. Top Shot to me, incredible reality TV show. It's a competition. It is. You get the best marksman in the world. Like people like put out their videos was like, look, this is what I am capable with with a gun. Right. And I want to be on your show. So they take like sixteen people. They I think they're still on the air. Yeah. And Top Shot basically puts these people through the ringer of different competitions. They're all gun people. Right. In the first couple seasons, I haven't really seen too many I've only seen two. Um but those top shot people, other than just guns, they'll give them bow and arrow. They'll give them some other shit. That and it's an elimination me. contest, and the winner gets a hundred grand. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice, and it's it's competitive. I like the history and the teaching behind it because they'll bring out certain guns and they'll tell you about it. Like this gun is used by this military. Right. That's how I learned that the Glock like came out this year, yep. and and the and the reason why so many police forces around the world. Dropped all their guns and chose it. Yep. Uh, they talked about how certain guns, like um, I think it was a nineteen eleven, was a military gun for a long time. It still is. It still is. Yep. But like then it shows you like oh they dropped it this year. Mm-hmm. Then they went to this gun. So you you get a lot of historical value from it. But then just the competition side is awesome. Just and to it, see. You said it's shot in Montana. I don't know where the fuck it's shot, but Some, it's beautiful. Somewhere. Yeah, definitely. There's mountains. There's so mountains. Like Colorado, Montana, yeah. something like that. It's a gor- they get a gorgeous house in the mountains, mm-hmm. and they have to deal with the weather of mountains, too, during mm-hmm. some of these competitions. Mm-hmm. Some of the competitions involve running. Some mm-hmm. of the competitions involve, like, you're not you're, you're shooting on ground that shakes. Mm-hmm. You're, some of the competition involves you're fucking falling from the sky while you're shooting. <laughs> it's crazy. What about skiing? Not yet. I don't know. I haven't got I want that to do far. biathlon. Uh, since my folks were in That's town, an Olympic like, sport. It is. My folks were in town last weekend, and my dad's like, let me show you something I found on YouTube. So he calls it up on the big TV, and it's like, watch this. And it's this guy who goes to the place where we were, the little like ski village, and he's like... In Germany? He goes, he, yeah, he, uh, Austria. Austria. He goes to some of the restaurants that we went to, and I'm like, dude, we've been there. He's like, I paid for a, you know, a little excursion, so me and my, my friends can go to do biathlon which is the cross-country skiing. your dad or the guy showing the, the guy the, okay. the video they do and this is it's interesting because it was only like a year ago when they shot the video but i i did not know that you could go to a place in this town and you could get kind of shuttled off into a little bit of a remote area of the mountain and do cross-country skiing with a 22 rifle on your back and it's not like semi-automatic it's one shot you know, bolt action, but it's special because it's just like the ones in the Olympics, in the Olympics. where you pull the trigger. So they'll have targets set up for yeah, you. Yeah, the, the targets are all set up. You take your skis off and you lay down 
and the targets are in front of you, and the rifles are maybe the, the length of your arm, but you have them like slung in your back, and with one motion you can like pull it forward and like have it ready. That's it's designed that way, so you can like, have it have it, your your finger ready. But then after you take a shot, all it takes is your thumb to rack the slide. You just like push your thumb back, and you can have a new round in the chamber. Those guns are very expensive. They're like two thousand dollars. Wow! But I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do uh, biathlon, so cross country skiing and then shooting at targets with a twenty two. I think isn't that cool? It is. Mm-hmm. It's a to me that's a what I call a rich person sport. Yes, it Which, is. <laughs> any, anything that involves snow and skiing, <laughs> since we were little kids, is like you can't like. That's why there's. That's why black people haven't taken over. <laughs> Because literally, they haven't learned to ski. They're the greatest at like most sports, and they're the most athletic. Like that's not even that's a hands down in mm-hmm. most sports. Mm-hmm. Even soccer, like Pele. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pele wasn't white. No. You're like, kidding. <laughs> I'm saying is that when you have a sport that has a financial uh, investment, well, everyone. Well, it has an entry fee. It has a big entry fee, like like lift tickets, equipment, mm-hmm. shit like that. Unfortunately, it cuts be, off a lot of people. You have to be bred to do that. Correct. So you have to grow up in a place where it's like that. You have to have access to money and time where you can spend time getting good at it. Now, what is cool about marksmanship and, and shooting is that like in this show, Top Shot, they'll bring in law enforcement, former army, military, yeah, yeah. special forces special forces from other countries mm-hmm. current special forces they bring in everybody in season two one guy was a golf instructor <laughs> but he was so naturally gifted at just being good at everything in life like puts his finger up to Dude, the wind he's like I got he's this. like that every and it's crazy because like before before you do a competition mm-hmm. they'll show you like what kind of gun you're working with right so they bring in the pro from that gun mm-hmm. And they'll kind of be like, you, you do a practice. The yeah, two yeah, teams yeah. do a practice. Like they, they split the 16 people into two teams, blue and red. And then it just starts going narrow, narrowing down to like there's enough people where there's no more teams. That's it. That's the competition cool. basically. But each competition before there's an elimination, um, you get the training with the professional. Mm-hmm. The golf guy, every single fucking time... The professionals traded over like, yo, yo, you're holding the gun like Barney from fucking, <laughs> from, uh, what's that old show called? Uh, Barney Frank. Franks. Barney Frank? Uh, I don't remember. I forgot. Sorry. Anyways, you're, you're, Barney Fife. Uh, you're holding, like, you're holding the gun totally how you should not, but he's like, <laughs> not, he's like, not like this. Yeah. Not but like he, this. <laughs> he would, he would, in every episode, he would go, bro, I, I don't need you to help me change the way that I shoot that got me to the show. Because that's how I shoot. Yeah. Just teach me how to do it better. Yeah, go like this. He would get so pissed <laughs> off every episode. It was the same thing. They're like, bro, why are you holding... You're holding the gun... The Upside most, down. The <laughs> craziest way that you should never hold a gun, but it worked for him. Mm-hmm. And he made it... Uh, spoiler alert. He made it super far. Well, you're not You're not saying too much about the show. You're not t- telling everybody too much about no, it. No, I didn't tell you like person. the winners, but like... That's awesome. He made it fucking Look at that. far, dude. And I'm sure he, he went home with And the military pride. people would be, some of them would be kind of mad. Yeah, he I'm did. Sure he did. He was, he was super pride and he deserved that pride because, god damn, he fucking survived over so many specialists. Can, can you imagine being professionally trained in anything? <clears throat> and having, golf instructor? Having, having the government, <laughs> you know, foot the bill for your training. And then you go on the show and somebody with 
little to no training. An Asian yeah. golf instructor from Hawaii yep. just dominates you, bro. Dominate. You've been a police officer for like <laughs> 40 years. You've I, been I, in SWAT. I'd be and a little upset Asian well. golf instructor beats you. Uh, now, dude. spoiler alert. Wait, because <laughs> you this know is, you're supposed to say spoiler this is season alert before two. you say This is season two. Before he got out, it was like, <laughs> yeah, like... You're not. You're supposed to win. That's a golf instructor. When he finally lost, it was like they weren't even that. the The last people left were all military. It was like yeah. two Marines, a Navy guy, yeah. and I think Air Force guy mm-hmm. who left. But they're like, duh. Like this is what it's supposed yeah. to be. Like yeah. I'm surprised this motherfucker even made it this far. <laughs> they they gave him a hard time for wow. for for being just a civilian. For being Asian. Yeah, probably that too. <laughs> they didn't. They weren't allowed to say that. Corona. Corona. <laughs> See, one thing about Corona <laughs> that I went hard in the paint on social media was so hard. The people that keep making it an issue if you say that it's Chinese. Yeah. Is it Wuhan virus? Who gives a fuck? Is it and coronavirus? First of Is all, it China virus. It shouldn't even matter, right? Like. If it was if if the disease came from Russia and you're like Russian blame virus. the Chinese, then I understand you're being kind of racist, bro. Why are you blaming the Chinese when it's the Russians? But if it came from China and you're saying it came from China and then someone says that's racist, that's just ridiculous. No, oh, I mean you're stating something factual. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, you know what I think about it. <laughs> Pat, Pat George Clooney, Jim Acosta. Come on, dude. I can't so, believe no, it. In, in one sentence, he said, I can't believe people are saying this is a China or this is a Wuhan virus. That's racist. Then they show his own screenshot. In the next breath, he says, he quotes it as the Wuhan virus. And I'm like, either you didn't have enough time for people to put your you know, words together for you to be able to say something that's scripted and you know, coherent with the narrative, or you just decided you were going to do what you had to do and you messed it up. I hate Jim Acosta. He's like, the worst. <laughs> he's he's a disgrace to the Acosta last name. Shout out to Eric Acosta, the coolest Acosta I've ever met in my whole entire Shut life. Up. But this motherfucker, like that, like all they're doing is just politically biased hit pieces, and it's, it's, not, it's so it's obvious. It's not journalism. No, it's nothing. It's just it's it's commentary sold as. It's Fact. what a Nazi would do if he worked for <laughs> well, like I Hitler don't... Weekly in 1939, <laughs> Hitler and Weekly. yeah, for Hitler Weekly, and it's it's crazy. Like you're just you're just full uh, of shit. I don't know if we're really allowed to say that this is what Hitler would do. Yeah, Hitler what a Nazi no, would do. It would because Hitler Weekly publication in 1939. Now known as Fox News. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if you if you go if you're like, hey man, let me see what's going on with the Jews in Germany what's in up? 1939. What's up, Jews? You wouldn't go to Hitler Weekly because there's people on there being ridiculous. They're saying ridiculous shit that yeah. doesn't make sense. Really, and that's what Jim Acosta like, is doing. Acting out. Like, Jim Acosta's like, hey, you can't it's racist to say that the virus came from China. What the fuck does that mean? But you just said Fuck was, what he said. It's where it came it from. It's just you just said it was Chinese. Like one guy in line, I'm like, hey, bro, did it come from Colombia, Mozambique, or Chile? Like, what are you Maybe talking we about? Start calling it. What country did it come from? Russia. And the, and the guy, the guy, course, the guy, Russia. the guy answered, your mom's house. <laughs> All right, bro. Your mom. And I told him. Your mother. That's where right. it came from. Your I said mother. something along the lines like, my mom tested negative. <laughs> God, here but, we go. <laughs> yeah, it went hard. 
I don't even remember what I said, but Dude, it was like I, I started off with that. You need and to then, do it from the podcast account so we capture that. That's incredible. Yeah. My mom does When you want to go troll, you need to invite other trolls to follow you. Oh, my God. <laughs> my trolling abilities are world class. Like, okay. that, if there was an Olympic sport... We need to harness that. And if there was an Olympic our, sport for that... I would be... There won't be. A five-time gold medalist. I'm sure you would be. <laughs> uh, and I, I... You know, I don't think I've ever heard you say anything mean to anybody. And that's why I find that hard to believe. No. Like, I don't get mean unless they get mean. Because then I will make them reflect of why they were born into the family they were born into. You go for the soul. I go for the soul. Yep. You tear it out. I did you, you bring it out and you look at it and you say, uh, this is why. Yeah, this, this is, is why, why. This is why we talked about it. Every night before you go to sleep, you're gonna think about my I'm gonna, words. I'm gonna put you back now, yeah. but don't cross me again. Finish him. I'm not gonna finish. I you. hear finish. I'm him. not gonna finish you. I'm gonna, <laughs> you I'm put you back. Kiss you good night. Push you right back. Night night. Trolling's an art, bro. And I used to like when I first joined Twitter. That was what my Twitter bio so is like professional troll hunter. You it's should like, you should still that should be your thing. Professional <laughs> troll hunters like trolls don't do anything. First of all, they're all amateurs because I used to like taking on trolls. I was uh, like, oh, you guys think you're slick? I'm just talking random shit that yeah. pisses people off. But yeah, I'm gonna get you. To. I'm gonna make you the troll turn into like a snowflake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna expose your soy diet, as I like to say. High soy protein diet. <laughs> Super high. <laughs> not, not that there's anything wrong with that if you're, you know, meat intolerant. No, not if you're a female. but Or you have a meat, like you can't eat allergy. meat. Allergy. Yeah, meat allergy, I totally okay. understand. But like for regular people that just choose that life, like, yeah, you're, you're fucking up. So uh, shout out to all you trolls out there. Yeah, we're shout gonna, out to trolls, we're, man. We're you make the, you make the internet interesting. You make the internet go around. Right. <laughs> and, and believe it or not, you probably are making this virus thing go around. Probably. So, thanks for nothing, jerks. And, and the last, I mean, not the last word, but like for Corona, wash your fucking hands. You dirty, dirty people. <laughs> I heard that the Joe Rogan expert, which I have not seen the episode. I have not taken the time to see it, but I heard it was really, really good. And he was really, really well-informed to the public about it and the possible dangers that may come with it. It's an airborne virus. Like washing your hands really doesn't do shit. But regardless, you nasty motherfuckers, wash your hands. Stay away from sick people. Yeah, stay away sick, from sick people. If you're sick, stay home. If you're traveling, don't try to touch too much shit. Like we are entering a post 9-11 world, but now it's post corona world. Well, now it's post handshake world. Which comes from corona. What I mean by that is that the post 9-11 world is totally different than the pre-9-11 world. The post-corona world, in my opinion, will be the same exact effect in, in, in the aspect that handshakes will be looked at differently. Um, clean, cleansiness, right? Is that the word? Cleanliness. Cleanliness um, will also be something that's going to be moved up in people's lives. Um, we're going to live in a totally well, different just, world. Just think about this. I mean, and I don't think there's really been a credible threat on U.S. soil about bioterrorism. Ever. That's my fear is that this but, was but, a Chinese weapon. But, but oh, regardless of what it really is, now you could just say, now you could just make a story that there's something that spreads this way and that could collapse the stock market. Only if there's dead bodies. It's not too difficult if it really happens. Correct. And it's gonna, and you're absolutely right, man. And that's where we are right now. The stock market, 
I don't think it's because of oil. I don't think it's, it's, it's all it's, it's all, all fear. Corona. It's all fear. It's There's all no fucking reason for everybody to sell their stock. It's all fear. How shitty is it for Corona beer? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. It's I, saw, going I up? saw people buying it today. Good for them. Yeah. I saw that uh, Ted Cruz is self-quarantined, wow. right? That's for you guys that don't know. He's a Texas senator. And it's probably good for anybody in any position where they could be replaced by an idiot to self-quarantine. The reason, <laughs> the reason that he is is because he was at the CPAC event. That's right. In Washington, D.C. And there's a picture of him shaking hands with a guy who is confirmed to have coronavirus. So a couple other senators and stuff have all... Lindsey Graham today. Yep. Self-quarantine. But the reason I'm bringing him up is because... Uh, Ted is Doesn't because mean you can't do your job. Today he posted a picture. He goes, I got this gift today from a friend. He said, these are the only Coronas I wish I had. <laughs> so he got sent a whole entire thing of Corona beers. <laughs> and like a bottle of wine for some reason. And um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Or sad while he's self-quarantined. Yeah. And they're like, Corona beer. I'm To be honest, Corona beer, the only respect that I have for you... Is that you are a great beach beer. Yep. Absolutely amazing with beach. You have to have your fucking beer with a lime for some reason. Probably for it to get rid of the taste. But I think it tastes good with lime. Without it, it's disgusting. Me too, man. I think with a lime, I, I enjoy it, actually. Yeah. I don't mind it. it down in there. Shove and, it in. You yep. turn it upside down for the rookie, for the ones that can yeah, handle it. Put your thumb in there. 16 years old. And just learning how to do it. <laughs> yeah. What was your first beer? Uh, let's see. A Newcastle. Holy shit. Mine was a Budweiser. At the restaurant I worked at in high school. I was 15. I was 15. Yep. <clears throat> and my friend's basement. Rest in peace because he died. Rip. And, um, yeah, it was a Budweiser. Cool. They got Budweiser. Bud heavy is... Uh, Bud fucking heavy, too. I threw up. <laughs> I threw up. First beer ever. Take that like a champ. I might have maybe sipped on my dad's beers when I was smaller. But that yeah. was, like, the first time, like, hey, we're drinking yeah, beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yours is in Newcastle. I'm I'm jealous. Classy as hell. That is super classy. What made you choose a Newcastle? Do you remember the situation? It was, well, it was my boss that gave it to me. Wow. Yeah, I was under the table, you know, washing dishes, sweeping the floors for. He's like, here you go, man. For all your hard work. Yeah, but that was like my first summer of. That was my first summer of actually having a job where I worked for somebody else. Because before that, I was always like knocking on doors, cutting grass and stuff, you know, or like calling up because I lived in a, a neighborhood where there was a lot of military families. So that meant there were a lot of renters and a lot of turnover. So I made myself a small business of taking the lawnmower around and saying, can I cut the grass for this you know, empty house for as long as you need me to cut it? So I would do it once a week and send them a bill and that would be- So like property managers? Property managers or like you know, real estate companies that were renting out the houses and if they were empty, you didn't want the grass to grow up high. Exactly. Or if the people that live there didn't want to cut the grass, I'd be like, I'll do it for take you. Take your money. Plus, I'm a cute 15-year-old. I bet you were adorable. I got, I got, I got, I got no home time on my hands. I was doing that <laughs> at 12. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking entrepreneur from the beginning. That's, That's right. pretty cool. Well, and then there, I didn't know that side about you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Cutting grass. Not smoking. How else are you going to do <laughs> Start to finish. That's pretty cool, man. But yeah, it's been a crazy week, guys. And, and you know uh, what? I got some great news. What's that? We're not going to have to do a remote session next week because we've got some flexibility in the schedule. So right. 
Tuesday to Saturday next week, whatever day you want to get together, we could do an hour week today, number 19. Hell yeah. However and I think we should do a bonus episode how, or something. How, however you want to do it. We can With that freedom that you're going to have next week because you're going to be home alone. Home Alone 4. That means, <laughs> hey, anytime you go to Trevor's place, by the way, guys, first of all, it's a beautiful house. And second of all, the bourbon starts flowing. <laughs> and I love that. And, uh, <laughs> there's nothing uh, false or inaccurate about either of those statements. We if you good- feel like wine, the wine starts flowing. Like, I love Trevor's place because it's fucking, like I said, it's a beautiful house. I love the pool. You haven't even really been in the pool. At one time I did. Anyway, that was enough. It's, it's about to be pool season, so buckle up, fellas. We're going to do a poolside season. You know what? <laughs> this is where we might invite New Jersey boy about his cars. Oh, your boy. Your that's, boy. A, that's a great idea. I think we could get be Neil final. in the house. Neil! Fucking Neil. This I is terrific. Oh, I wonder how I'm going to convince him to do it. Bourbon will probably do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Come with and Just tell him, hey, Juan wants you to come on with some bourbon. All right, you pick the day. I'll try to get his uh, availability, and we'll try to match him Neil, up. just in the pool, had some amazing stories. He did. Like, just some amazing soccer, New Jersey shit. He's an actual gangster. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Fiji brother. That's right. So shout out to Fiji. We always shout them out. We try to. I've met some... Sometimes we don't want to, but we should. But we... (laughs) I'm glad that, you know, that Fiji came into my life because it introduced me to you. And some other really cool people. Yeah. I wasn't part of the fraternity life, but you were. And just being introduced to that world... From that world, not just from like someone telling me about it. Was, Sometimes you know, good things come cool. out of the mystery. You know, it you don't is. know anything about it, and some good come out of it. It's probably good. Hell yeah! All right, all right. So we're gonna hook it up uh, next week at some point. It's our week today. This is number eighteen. We Buckle all bitches. Up, Wash your hands. Yeah, stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs>